first down, we see the standard shotgun formation with McElwee and Perry on his left and right. Good long count here. Good job by the Red Storm holding still. Hand off to McElwee. Tries to find some space over the right guard. Is met pretty quickly at the line of scrimmage by number 40 and number one for the Blue Bullets. That's Will Shreves, number one, and number 40, Bo Laws, on the tackle for no game. It's going to be second and ten for the Red Storm. Yeah, he didn't have much room there. He went to the right. He tried to cut back, and they were just basically standing there waiting for him. Got to block a little better. Make a little bigger hole here. Second and ten now for the Red Storm. Now a single back backfield. McElwee's the only one. Perry's now split out to the left, along with a couple other receivers. Good long hard count again. I see United done a good job this year. The hard count snaps a little low, but he gets a hit off the McElwee. He's got a hole up the middle. He's past the first down. At the 50-yard line, ball popped out at the end, but I believe, yeah, the refs are signaling that he was down. Uh, so that's going to be enough for a first down. That's our first first down of the evening. Pepperoni's Pizza first down. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York-style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. That's your first Pepperoni's Pizza first down of the evening. That was a good 15-yard gain right up the middle. He went the first 10 yards before he even got touched. Yeah, right at the 50-yard line now, first and 10 for the Red Storm, making a little... Move on offense here. Same formation, single back. That's McElwee on his right. McMillan, the quarterback, looking for the shotgun snap here. Good snap this time. Another one to McElwee going over the left guard. Another hole, another five-yard gain, and the Red Storm is starting the game off well, moving the ball on the ground. Yeah, that's uh, that's two out of three. Or I've been good plays. I mean, I'll take five yards every time you touch the ball. Yeah, 100%. Good start by the offense there, not to be discouraged by a tough Knoxville team, making some plays, making some – uh, yardage and moving the ball a bit. Our receivers tonight for the Red Storm by himself on this near short side is uh, Derek Sargent on the far side, Sam Perry, who also will be a running back, and uh, Elliot Copeland, and the third one is Hunter Hall, I believe, right? Yeah. Looking pass here, quick pass to Sargent on the outside. Good catch, but he has to dive and hits the ground. He gets basically, well, that's a, it's like two yards. A generous spot, I think. Almost two. Take that, two yards maybe. It's a third and three here. Third and three for the Red Storm on a two-yard pass from McMillan to Derek Sargent. Good catch there by Sargent. Yeah, it kind of had to come back, and he got it with his hands. He couldn't use his body at all. Third and three here for the Red Storm. Big third down here. Trying to keep this momentum going, this drive going. Same formation, three to the right, one to the short near side here. Left to the left to right for the Red Storm. Snap him off to McElwee. Oh, this time he does lose the ball. Oh, it is back. recovered by the Red Storm, but that time they did. They definitely stripped it. He was trying to push through. He got hit behind the line of scrimmage, and uh, that ball was falling on by number 75 for the Red Storm. That's Jack, Jack Youngman. Uh, so saved a fumble turnover there, uh, but lost a couple yards on that, and it's going to be fourth and five here for the Red Storm. Fourth and a long five, and we're going to see a punt. So after a quick first down on a 15-yard gain for McElwee, uh, good snap there. Kick is away. It's higher. It's short, but it is higher. Takes an okay uh, bounce forward, and it's going to be covered by the Red Storm. The kicker there is number 27 for the Red Storm. That's uh, Tony Rodriguez on that punt. Yeah, that that had to be the weirdest kick you'll see because that ball had no rotation. It wasn't flipping. It wasn't spinning. It was nothing. It was like a knuckleball. Uh, a knuckleball. 
So turn over on downs there for the Red Storm. We get our first look at the Knoxville offense tonight. First and 10 for the Blue Bullets from their own 26-yard line here. Starting quarterback is number five, Bo Honeycutt. He's going to do a pitch to the right to number seven, which is Brandon Downs. And a good tackle by the Red Storm is going to get a short gain on that play. Nick Terrell came up from that defensive back position and, and made that tackle. Okay, good job there by the defense. About a two-yard gain on that is all. So it's going to be second and eight for the Blue Bullets. Good start for the defense for the Red Storm. You just got to keep doing that. One guy slowed him down a little bit. The next guy finished him off. So that's a good way to do it. Second and eight for the Blue Bullets. They are in... Uh, a little bit of a wing T formation here. They send a little motion, hand it off to Downs again. He goes over the right tackle. A little bit more of a game this time. Braden Downs on that run. And well in on that tackle again. About five yards on that. It's going to be about third and yeah, maybe four yards on that. Third and four here. Third and four. They're on their own 33-yard line. Big third down here for the Red Storm. Be, I mean, be huge if we get a three and out here to start the, oh, it would. start off on defense. It would. I don't know that it's too early for them to go for it on yeah. fourth down. Comes the motion again. Hand off to the motion guy. He finds a hole. Good low tackle there by the Red Storm defense. Hunter Hall making that tackle, but it was too late for the first down. So the move the chains here, move the sticks by the Blue Bullets. They're at the forty yard, their own forty yard line after about a what was that about a six yard gain, Dad? Yeah, I think it was about yeah about six. So first and ten for the Knoxville Blue Bullets. First possession of the game for the offense. Now they're in a straight wishbone here. Double tight ends, wishbone, fullback, two running backs. They hand it to the fullback up the middle. Big pile there in the middle. Not really any room to maneuver. And just out of pure momentum gets a couple yards there. Uh, But a decent job there by the defensive line to plug up the middle. Connor Elliott came up out of the bottom of that pile. He must have been one of the first ones to hit him. In case you're wondering, Knoxville over the first three games, they're averaging 305.7 yards per game. Uh, 239 of those are on the ground. So they don't do much passing. It's mostly running. Wishbone again back to the, oh, the ball is loose. The ball is loose. I think the Red Storm would pick it up. I think the Knoxville guy took it away from him. Well, the Red Storm came up with I mean, he stood up with it. Uh, third down. Oh, shoot. The handoff was rough there. The ball bounced. I thought, was it 75, I think, that for United that jumped on it? Whoever it was, I thought he jumped on it. I thought he had it, but apparently the uh, Knoxville player pulled it away. So instead of a turnover there, it's going to be third and five for the Blue Bowl. It's almost the turnover you were talking about in the keys to the game. Right. Here we go with the wing again. The wing's on the left. Oh, left. On the ground. Snap. They get there it to go. the running back. Ooh, he's got some strong legs. He's still not on the ground. Boy, they piled up on him. He never did hit the ground. They called it dead there for forward progress, but not before we got about a three-yard gain. So it's going to be fourth and three here for the Blue Bullets. Fourth and three, a big fourth down play. They don't look to be sending in a punt team. Nope. I think they're going to go for it. Big play here for the United Red Storm defense. 
see if they can put some chops out here, make a big stop. It'd be a big deal if we can get the ball back basically where we punted it from. I mean, it's pretty close anyways. All right, now's the time to muscle up. Get that extra burst of energy here. And straight wishbone again. Honeycutt at quarterback. Watch the ball. And they call timeout, so maybe they're just trying to draw them offside. Maybe we'll see a punt now, but right now we're going to take a timeout ourselves. This is the Tinkham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll be right back with more Red Storm football here in WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm football with 459 to play in the first quarter. The Red Storm have forced a punt here. The Blue Bulls are lined up, and Braden Downs back to punt. He kicks it from about the 35-yard line. A good long tip kick. Hunter Hall catches it clean, gets an edge, escapes one tackle, and is brought down for maybe about a seven-yard return or so. It looks like I think he caught it about the 10, didn't he? He called that the 14, the 14, so less of a return than I thought. So kind of the 14. It's going to be first and 10 for the Red Storm from their own probably six. Uh, where is it? 18-yard line. From their own 18-yard line. So, good job by the United defense. They did give up one first down, but forced a, uh, a punt there. Good punt by Braden Downs. That's a long punt, by the way. Yeah, that was a really good 25 punt. to the 14. So, United Red Storm, their second chance on offense here. McMillan in the backfield with McElwee. Shotgun formation again. And off the mack, we got nothing going up the middle. Forward momentum and strong legs gets him maybe a couple yards. Not so sure he didn't slip a little bit on that one. One yard to be exact on that. Going to be second and nine from the 19. One yard game there for McElwee. He's been the only guy to get the ball for any any runs yet. Uh, Sam Perry's been split out here since that first play. Uh, I expect to see him run the ball a little bit tonight as well. But for now, it's been McElwee and a pass. Yeah, they need to maybe mix it up a little bit more. Yeah, same formation here. The near side's always been the short side so far. They haven't gone to the far side of the field yet. McElwee's on McMillan's left, looking past this time. Ooh, a little little kick-out pass to McElwee, and uh, threw it just too far in front of him, and uh, drops incomplete. So on second down, you're going to get an incomplete pass. It's going to be third and nine for the Red Storm. Yeah, that was pretty close to being a backwards pass and a fumble. But they blew it dead pretty quick, so I guess, you know, from my angle, it looked backwards. But I think if he had thrown it to McElwee, it might have been backwards. I think the reason he didn't catch it is because he threw right. it out in front of it. Right, right. <laughs> and so it ended up incomplete. Third and nine now for the Red Storm from their own 19. McElwee's on his left again. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. A shift from the defense there. He's looking kind of deep. He's got Hunter open. Good catch by Hunter. He's across the 50 to the 40, and he's tackled right down by the, the feet by number five there, Bo Honeycutt. Big play there for the Red Storm. Nice third and long play from the Red Storm. The completing the pass to Hunter Hall. Or Elliott. That was, was that Elliott or Hunter? Hunter. I thought it was. It's a 45-yard pass play there. Yeah, well done by the Red Storm offense. That's the pepperoni's pizza first down, and Casual pizzeria serving wings and New York-style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. First and ten now for the Red Storm from the Knoxville 36-yard line. Looking to make a move here on the Red Storm. 3.44 to play in the first. 
And also McElwee this time up the middle. A little bit of space. Good job keeping his feet chugging there for a good game. Nice job. I tell you, I mean, we said this last year, but McElwee runs hard. He does. That's a good six-yard gain there. He got five after he got hit the first time. Yeah, second and four for the Red Storm from the 30-yard line now, making some moves on offense. Like, Nice to see this out of the Red Storm offense here. Just need to maintain it. One of the keys to the game. Maintain those drives and finish them. Second and four now, 3-10 to play in the first. McElwee's lined up on the right side of McMillan. Sargent to the right is the only receiver there. And then you got Perry, Copeland, and Hall to the left. McElwee up the middle again, running one guy over, pushing his feet, driving his feet, getting the first down, up past the 25-yard line, and another Pepperoni's pizza first down for the Red Storm. Well done offense. Chugging along here, the Red Storm. Another six-yard gain. You know, if you get six yards every time you touch the ball, you're going to move down the field. McElwee's doing a good job running hard. And I should say, too, the line obviously is giving him some holes to get through. And sometimes I think we get lost and think that the line's job is to create a touchdown every time, which would be nice. But if you can create enough space for a six-yard gain, you're doing your job. That's right. And we're doing a much better job tonight than we have so far, I think, this year. Yeah. McElwee on the left now, and we're going to get a timeout. Timeout by the Red Storm. A little confusion there. Make sure they get the right play. Coach Miller is going to call timeout. With 2.21 left in the first, 0-0 zero, zero is your score. We're going to take a quick 30-second timeout. Uh, we'll be right back with more Red Storm football here in WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant here with the United Red Storm football as a with a 0-0 zero zero score, 221 to play in the first. The Red Storm moving the ball on offense. Had a first and 10 from the Knoxville 25-yard line, roughly, and uh, looking to move the ball down. I should mention we've got an extra statistician tonight. Chad Robertson's in the booth helping us keep some stats here tonight. Take a little load off that's back. Uh, first and 10, though, 221 to play. Trying to keep this momentum going on offense. Shotgun formation, fake handoff, looking past the sergeant in the end zone. It's a little short, and it's intercepted by the Blue Bolts in the end zone. The pass is a little short. Sergeant was outside by who was that number one, Will Shreves, that made that pick. Uh, that's a tough play. I mean, that, that's one of those where Derek Sargent turns into playing defense. And he tried. And he did he the best he could have done. So after some good offensive movement there, we tried for an end zone shot there on kind of a fade to the right corner. The throw is a little short, and it's picked off in the end zone for a touchback. So Knoxville's going to take it over on that turnover. 2.15 left, still scoreless in the game. First and 10 from their own 20-yard line now, Knoxville takes over. Straight wishbone, hand off to the right halfback. He had a big hole that time. He's got some space, tries to make a move. But is brought down there by number three, Derek Sargent, who just was the intended receiver on that last pass, made a good open field tackle there for a safety. Good job by Derek Sargent. 11-yard gain. That's too much. We can't give up 11 yards when they touch the ball. It is. And, but Derek doesn't make that tackle at the touchdown. That's so right. That's right. Good job by Derek there. First and 10 for Knoxville from their own 31-yard line now. Again, they're kind of playing smash-mouth football here. They Two tight ends, everybody's in tight. Wishbone formation, handoff to the halfback, another big hole, and another tackle by Derek Sargent. That's not really a, 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 a formula for winning for our defense. we got to make some hits earlier than the safety there. No, that's not a matchup we want. Um, 26, the fullback, 
for Knoxville's, he's probably got 40 pounds on on Derek, and uh, Derek made a good tackle there. There, he didn't back down. Yeah, but that's a tough matchup for him. It is, but he's made the tackle twice now. Less of a game this time, only nine yards that time. So, uh, only nine. I mean, they'll take nine yards every time. <laughs> Second <laughs> one. Second one for Knoxville. Wishbone again. This time to a fullback right up the middle. He's tackled pretty quickly, but he's going to get the first down out of that. Connor Elliott on that tackle. We got two yards out of it. But first and ten for Knoxville now on their own 42-yard line. As Knoxville starts to gain a little offensive momentum here. Just takes one big play by the defense to, to shut down that momentum. If you can get one, you know, tackle for loss, then that can deflate them a little bit and help you. It needs somebody to make a play. 45 seconds left in the first. Back to the right halfback. Wrapped him up there. Not as big a game that time. I keep forgetting to say that's number 26, isn't it? Yes. Jackson Johnson on those runs. He's been the primary ball carrier so far in this possession. And he gets, what, seven on that one? Yeah, it looks like seven, yeah. Second and three for the Blue Bullets. 20 seconds remaining in the first. And I believe they're going to let the clock run out here. Yeah, they don't seem to be hustling. Well, the quarterback. Now he is. He's going out. They're going to try to get a playoff. Ten seconds. I don't think this is going to happen. Five. That's when the stakes happen. They're trying to get one off here. Yeah, they got it off. It's going to be a pass. They got him wide open down the middle. Braden Downs wide open. Nobody's there. Number seven. That's a touchdown to finish the quarter. That's the old 24 crossbuck passer. 34 crossbuck pass. We used to run that all the time. You send that running back right up the middle. And he was on an island out there. Yeah, yeah. That's a 51-yard touchdown. Big touchdown pass there to finish the first quarter. They're going to go for the extra point here before they switch quarters. Oh, haven't seen this yet this year. They're doing the old lineup. they got a center over the ball, the kicker and the holder back there, and the entire offensive line, and everybody is way off to the left hash. There they come. And now once the whistle's blown, they're going to come over and set up like normal here. Really not sure why they do that. Well, it's to make you think, because they could run a trick play out of that and try and go for two. Snap is good. The kick is up. It is high. But it is no good. Must have been wide left. Must have been. Yeah, the referee said wide left. So the kick is no good after a 51-yard touchdown pass to Braden Downs. Knoxville takes a seven nothing or six nothing lead. Sorry, uh, to end the first quarter. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back with a second quarter of action here on uh, WRM 1330 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the United Red Storm football here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. At the end of one quarter, Knoxville takes a six to nothing lead on a 51-yard touchdown pass from Honeycutt to, uh, who I just blanked, Braden Downs. Just blanked on his name yeah. all of a sudden. You know, and, and big plays are something we didn't talk about beforehand, but it's always been a, a problem for him, and unfortunately it happened again. Squib kick this time by the Blue Bulls, and that is caught cleanly by number 23 for the Red Storm, Nick Terrell. And Red Storm are going to take over first and 10 from their own 32 or 33-yard line. Hard to see from here sometimes. It's like maybe the 33. So first and 10 for the Red Storm. Again, a 51-yard touchdown pass. The kick uh, after it was no good, wide left. And with that, 6-0, that was a 
quite the way to end the first quarter for the uh, Knoxville. Yeah, i got to say I wasn't expecting that. That 51 yards almost matches their total game output passing yards. That's true. Didn't yeah. see it coming. Yeah. McElwee to McMillan's left here. First and 10 for the Red Storm. Trying to keep that offense. They moved the ball well. Now hand off to McElwee. Looked like he was going to have some space, but a good job there. Let's see if I can catch his number. I think it might have been number seven, Braden Downs. They wrapped him up pretty quickly. But McElwee's momentum got him a few yards. It's going to be second and seven for the Red Storm. Second and seven here. Again, the United's offense, they've been moving the ball okay. They haven't. Uh, they had to punt that first time, but really they haven't really stalled out. I mean, the last time they were moving the ball, they took a shot for the end zone and got picked. Shotgun here, waiting for the snap. A little hard count. Good job by offensive line here to not jump. Quick pass to Sam Perry, makes the catch. Wrapped up pretty quickly. He's going to get blown dead for forward progress, and the spot looks like it's going to be about at the 41. Yeah, I think it's about a six-yard gain. So it's going to be third and short here, third and a couple for the Red Storm. Third and two for United. Good quick pass play there from McMillan to Sam Perry. Six-yard gain. Nice to see Sam get involved a little. All right. All right, I think you're going to see him run the ball here for too long. So far they've been sticking. After that first play, they've been going pretty much with the single back in the backfield and the three to one side and one wide receiver to the other side, that short side usually. McElwee's on his left this time. Third and two. They're going to hand it to Jake. He's going to get hit in the backfield, but spins off of it. Oh, he got it. Good extra effort there by Jake. I think he got it. Uh, yep, they're calling it. First down. Okay. So that's another pepperoni pizza first down for Jake McElwee there, showing some strength despite his size, pushing through, getting that first down. Yeah, I um... – I don't know. If you look, depending on which fish you looked at, if you looked at the far official, he was short. But if you looked at the nearest official, he got it. So we'll take the first down, obviously. First down goes. So we're good here now. A little switch up. Uh, Elliot Copeland's by himself on the near short side now as a wide receiver. McElwee again on the left in the backfield. Blitz has picked up another quick pass to Sam Perry to the other side. Another short game. Good job by Sam there to make the catch and hang on to the ball. You know, I, I like I like that short passing game like that because I think it's going to open up your run some more. Yeah, I mean, if you can complete them, you just chip away. I mean, you got to keep them honest that way. I mean, now they can't just bite down in the middle; they have to watch for the pass, which opens up the middle. The yeah. run. Good four-yard game there for Sam. Second and six now for the Red Storm. Second and six now for the Red Storm. Two on each side now, a little different look for the receivers. McElwee's still in the backfield, and here's the fly. It's probably going to be a false start here. It could have been offsides the way they were pushing the line. It is offsides. Oh, there we go. We'll take that. That's not quite a first down. It's going to be just short, but that's going to be defensive encroachment there. Lined up a little close and a little break here. Keep the Red Storm moving on offense. That five-yard penalty is going to put them just shy. Boy, that was a that was a big... That was a big step off there because I thought it was second and six, yeah. but after he walked it off, it was wrong. Now, now we're going to get a measurement. It's on the first down mark. Yeah. We're going to get a measurement here. So after an encroachment penalty, the referees walked off the penalty, and where they spot that ball, it puts it right on the on the marker here. So they're going to bring the sticks out and get a measurement. And what we thought was second and six, 
with a five-yard penalty might turn into a first down. Ooh, I'm going to be just shy. Ooh, that's close. Inches. So that's going to be second and inches for the Red Storm, second and inches after that penalty. We cross the 50-yard line with that, cross the midfield spot, so it's going to be second and inches for the Red Storm from the uh, Knoxville, about the 46-yard line. That looks like some extra big steps. Yeah. I well, can, yeah. Take it. yeah, it seemed like it was clearly second and six, but so anyways, it doesn't matter. Same formation here, two on each side now. Trying to draw him off sides. Ooh, wide receiver jumped a little, but we didn't get it. McElwee plenty for the first down there. That's a good smart play. He's been solid to get that. I mean, to get a couple inches. That's who I give it to. Another pepperoni's pizza first down for the United Red Storm. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York style pies, including vegan and gluten free options. A pepperoni's pizza first down. Good play right up the middle. I mean, he only needed inches, so. It probably would have been tough to stop that, but he got about three yards, didn't he? Yep, yep, three. That's okay. Just keep moving it down the field. Keep it out of Knoxville's hands on offense. Keep that clock running. 8.33 to play in the second quarter here. More time of possession, I think, uh, plays well into United's hands here. First and 10 now from the 43, and a quick whistle. Uh, The guy on the near side threw a flag. Milroy called the timeout. Not sure. Uh, I don't see a flag. Uh, he threw one here on the near side. Maybe he picked it up. I think maybe Milroy called the timeout to avoid the penalty. Anyhow, uh, we'll take a quick Tinkham's Electric timeout ourselves here. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back from that Tinkham's Electric timeout. This is... Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant here on the Vicaroy's Furniture Broadcast booth. We've got first and 10 from the Knoxville 43-yard line. United's offense moving the ball again, trying to push it down and even up the score at 6 nothing with 8.23 to play. Shotgun formation. McElwee to his left, two receivers on each side. Quick pass out for Hunter Hall. Catches it about six yards out. Pass the first down marker, forced out of bounds, and it's going to be another first down for the Red Storm. A nice pass play there for United. Well done, Hunter Hall in over the Millen. Yeah, that was a good, good eight-yard pass, and he got another four after that. Yeah. So they're running the clock here. Yeah. Uh, first one. and ten for the Red Storm from the 32-yard line, it looks like. So about a not uh, – I can't ask. 10-yard gain, basically. Based on where it amount. I got it at 12. I thought he was at the 43 to start, so that math is 11, but I guess. Anyhow, back to McElwee. Another good job by Jake to get going. McMillan kind of didn't catch the snap clean, but he's able to get the handoff off. And uh, Jake's able to get about four yards, it looks like, on that play. So second and six for the Red Storm. Again, I mean, you said it before, but even four yards of play is fine. Right. I, I, I tell you what, I really like this little short passing game they're doing tonight. It seems to be really effective. It's yeah. keeping them honest. They have to spread it out the defense a little bit. Yep. Hunter Hall and Elliott Copeland to the left split out. That's the wide side. We're going to give it to McElwee again. Finds a little bit. Yeah. Jason one back. He's got some space. He's with the 10. The 5. Touchdown, Red Storm. Jake McElwee on a big touchdown run there. Warriors ran out of a tackle. 
And the Red Storm are on the board for the first time since week, week two here. That was a great 29-yard run. Somebody had him by the ankles, but he broke the tackle, and it was clear sailing from that point to the end zone. That's right. That's a Robert Thompson trucking touchdown for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697. Well done there by Jacob McElwee. Running hard, paid off for him today. How long did you say that run was? Uh, 29-yard. 29-yard touchdown run, and United's going to go for two here. So tied it up, 6-6, to go. They can get this. They'll take a lead here. But Sam now in the backfield again with McAleese, so two backs in the backfield. Shotgun looking pass. Quick pass to the outside, and it is caught by Hunter Hall. That's good. The two-point conversion is good, and United takes the lead. 7-12 remaining in the second. United goes up 8-6 over the visiting Knoxville Blue Bullets. Big 29-yard touchdown run for McElwee. Big two-point conversion catch to Hunter Hall from Owen McMillan. And the Red Storm offense looks like it's uh, looks much better tonight than it did last week. Oh, i got to tell you, I think they look much better tonight than they have at any point in the cool. season. True. Yeah. It's like it, uh, things have started to sink in. It's clicking for them. They're blocking. They're running hard. They're making tackles. They're getting the job done tonight. Yeah, they're looking pretty good so far. 7-12 remaining again. Uh, it's eight to six now. United's got a lead, and they're back to the scoreboard. They're kicking right to the left. They're going to set up for the first kickoff of the game. All our kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Also, Diamond Ag and Midwest Seeds know that the best seeds ideas come from the field. Diamond Ag striving to earn your business every day. Contact Sam Brownlee, seed manager for Diamond Ag and Alito, Alexis and Knoxville, for all your seed needs. Set up to kick off as Chris Rodriguez does a pretty good job. We've seen him kind of miss a kick once, and we recovered it on an onside kick. So uh, that was nice. But we're set up here. Set to kick. Left, or right to the left. He's going to kick a squib kick, and it basically goes, not basically, it does go out of bounds at about the 28-yard line. And uh, what, are the, what are the chances he does that on purpose? They're trying to avoid a run back. I mean, that to me looks like he was just, trying to get it out of bounds. I don't know that he was necessarily trying to go out of bounds with it, but it is a pretty common um, strategy to kick it like that into the holes in the sidelines so they can't get to their blocking wherever it is. Right. There's nobody there to catch it if you get it in the right spot. Yeah. They're going to take over on the 35, not going to make us kick it again. So. Yeah, so after the touchdown, the extra point or the two point conversion, and now a kickoff, first and ten, wishbone formation. The Honeycutt fakes the handoff, keeps it this time, finds some space, and is brought down at the generous spot on the far yes, side. It is. He never got to that 45 yard line. Oh, no. He did not, not even close. That's a terrible spot, but they're going to spot it there and give him a first down. It's going to be first and ten from the 45 now. Yeah, that was pretty generous. Yeah, I didn't think he ever got to that line. First generous spot we've seen. Well, that's true. Honestly, though, I'd rather see a couple of those than some of the short ones we saw in the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. First and ten now after a ten-yard run by the uh, quarterback, Honeycutt. And this time he's going to give it to the running back, halfback. He's got some space, missed a couple tackles there. And that's going to be a big game. He's going to get almost down to the 35 on the other end of the field here and a big play there for Knoxville. So you get some momentum going on offense. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're Knoxville, this is how you respond to a, yeah, a, a exactly. play like that. That's a 19-yard run there, and it, and it shouldn't have been, but it was. So we got to toughen up again here. We 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 got some momentum back, and we got the touchdown, and the two-point conversion. But now we can't turn around and give it right back. We got to get a couple stops here. Yeah, Jackson Johnson on that run, by the way. Wish Moon again this time to the other running back. He's wrapped up and brought down, but not before he gets a decent game. That's number 12, Tanner. I'm not sorry, wrong game. Sawyer Tucky for the uh, Blue Bowl. It's the first time we've seen him run the ball, I think. Second and four now for the Blue Bullets. Their offense is moving a little bit now on, on, the, on the ground, too. Well, they seem to be mixing it up a little bit more. Early on, we saw seven running the ball all the time. Now he's at the tight end spot, not even in the backfield. So I'm not which sure is, what's up with that. Which is what he's listed at. Right. Face so. to the fullback this time. Now back to the running back here. Mitchell Parrish, 14 carried at that line. Another new running back. Mitchell Parrish on the carry that time. Gets enough for the first down. That's going to be first and 10 from the 25-yard line. First and 10 now from the 26-yard line. Mitchell Paris on that run. Five eighteen remaining in the second quarter. United with an 8-6 to lead over the visiting Blue Bullets. Fake there to the fullback. The Honeycutt keeps it instead and follows him and runs into a pile before he falls down and gets a couple-yard gain there. It's going to be second and eight for the Blue Bullets. I'm, you know, I'm surprised we're seeing Honeycutt run the ball as much. He's only got five carries all year long. Yeah, and he's probably got three or three, at least three tonight. Two, yeah, I mean, just two. I guess I thought it was three, but. But they've been in two in the last, like, four plays, so. Right. Second and eight for the Blue Bullets here. Oh, now we see a double wing here and just a single back. Motion, they're going to pitch it to him. That, oh, and a big drop there. Well done by the Red Storm defense. That's 27. Uh, that's a Rodriguez, right? Tony Rodriguez. I didn't see the second guy in there was, did you? No, I didn't catch the number. Might have been Hunter Hall. Yeah, he, might have been. He's back there. But Tony Rodriguez there with a big stop and tackle for a loss. Turned the second and eight now to a third and long. It's going to be third and 13 with 4.08 to play in the second quarter. Uh, Knoxville's on United's 29-yard line, so as they are starting to look like they're moving a bit, they went to a different formation, and, and United shut that down in a hurry. Now a single wing again, a right halfback and a fullback, and it's going to go to the wing. He comes around the right. He's tackled pretty quickly there by number 53 and number 14. That's Hunter Hall, and 53 is Mason Giddings on the tackle there. Well done by the Red Storm defense. Back to the original line of scrimmage. And now a big play for the United Red Storm defense. Fourth and ten. Fourth and ten from the 26-yard line. Big play here for the defense. A stop obviously gets them the ball back. Kills some momentum. It gets them back before the half here. They're going to be kicking off. So Knoxville's going to get it back. I would be looking for, well, this is not the right formation. I would say I'll look for that pass again. But double wings again. Then he's going to pass, and he's looking for downs. He does get him, and he's brought down just shy of the 20. I mean, sorry, shy of the yeah, that's 10. A 20. Oh, that's a 10 down there. Oh, it is a 10. Yeah, it looks like a 2, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. 
Unfortunately, it's a first down. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a first down. So a big fourth down play there. They did go to a pass back to Braden Downs, but this time it was just kind of a sprint out pass. The defender was there, but he was behind him. Downs is a big kid. We don't have uh, – maybe they do. They have sizes on yeah, there. they do. Yeah, 6'2", 205. Yeah, 6'2", 205 is a big kid for – ooh, fumbled snap. Honeycutt picks up. Balls out again. It's still loose. Picked up by Knoxville's 26. 25? Oscar Young there picking it up? Well, I thought it was 26 again. I thought it was 26. It was 26. Yeah, 26 again. Uh, that's that uh, Jarvis ja- or Jackson Johnson. Sorry, Jackson Johnson there on the pickup. So it almost was a lost ball there. That ball spit out a couple times before it was picked up. 2.15 remaining in the half. Knoxville's now got second and 12 from about the 13-yard line. So they've still got a little space for a first down. Handoff now to the fullback. they got a flag come in. That's going to be a holding, I think. 2.03, they stopped the clock there because of the flag. He got about a four-yard gain, three- or four-yard gain off that run. But that's going to be a holding that's going to bring it back. A spot about 10 yards, I think, from the spot, right? Yes, from the spot. So they're probably going to add back him up to around the... 20? Yeah, they're going to wind up with about second and 23, I think, close to it. They're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. So second now and 22 with two minutes remaining. The clock's rolling. Two minutes and a half. This would be big here if United could go in with the lead at halftime, especially since Knoxville gets the ball back. And you know if you're Knoxville, you want to punch it in here and get the ball right back. It's Second half. Absolutely. Back to the wishbone. Fake. This is that pass they scored on, and he is Uh, wide open again. The pass is a little behind them, but with nobody around him, he's able to pick up on it and catch that. That same play they scored on before, they scored on the same play twice. I'm not not sure how he can be so wide open. Why is somebody not staying with him? Yeah, that's the whole point. You pack it all in like that. You saw all those runs up the middle. And you think that guy's just running through a hole and he's actually running a route up the middle. So wide open was Braden Downs again. For this time, what, a 23-yard? 22. 22-yard touchdown pass. So 12 to 8, a minute 39 left. Knoxville retakes the lead. And they run the swing gate. They're going for the two this time. And it's no good. So just like we talked about this time, they had uh, the linemen all lined up to the left, a single receiver to the right, plus the center and a, the holder. This time the holder took the snap before anybody moved over, tried to throw a pass in the back of the end zone. It fell incomplete, and with a minute 39, the score right now, Knoxville 12, United 8, and Knoxville retakes the lead. United's going to have a minute 39 to get a kickoff here, or kickoff return, try and march down the field and get something before they give it back to Knoxville to start the third quarter. Right, you know it's going to be hard to forget about that, but you kind of have to. You have to continue. You have to go on. So we need to change that momentum back and do some good things ourselves and try to get that quick score at the end of the quarter. <laughs> the good news is we've seen United's offense move the ball tonight. It's not like they've been shut down. They've been moving the ball decently, and so uh, they definitely. I mean, in my opinion, they definitely have a chance to move the ball down the field here and at least get a shot at the end zone. Hopefully, yep, yep. They, they need to. I mean, they're. they're they can do it. They can break a play just like everybody does to them. They yeah. can do the same thing. This is why you practice two-minute drill. First thing you got to do is recover this kick. I would guess 
that Knoxville is not going to kick this deep. They don't want to give us a chance to return it. The last kickoff, they kind of squibbed it to the left, right? It went about 20 yards, and I would guess that maybe you'll see the same thing. But we'll see. Oscar Young up to kick, number 25. And he comes through, and he kicks it a little better, right in the middle where nobody is. And it's mishandled by Hunter Hall, who has to just jump on it. That's hard. It didn't bounce at all. No. And he had to just dive on it. But they get it at the 25-yard line. So first and 10 now, minute 37 to play in the first half. United's going to take over. they got a minute 37 to march it down the field. First and 10 from their own 25. See what Coach Milroy's got in his back pocket for this little two-minute drill. Yeah, you know, I think they're going to mix it up a little bit because, I, you know, I think the passing game has been working for United, really. He's uh, he's completed everything but two. He's five out of seven for 69 yards, so there's no reason to think we can't continue to throw the ball. Yeah. We're going to see a wide on the slot on each side here. Wide guys are uh, Copeland and Sargent. But we're going to hand it off, and then it's going to get tackled. Was that a flag? Or? Uh, it's a flag, I think. Or a beat, yeah, it was a flag. At came that in. point, it's either it holding a or a face mask. mask. It came in right where he was tackled. We'll see what the call is here. The referees are convening. Minute 32, 12-8. Knoxville leads. Oh, powwow going on yeah. here. So there must be some discussion or... Confusion. Figure out what the call here is. Personal foul is face, face mask, mask on Knoxville. So that's going to be that's going to help help United out quite a bit. That's a couple penalties here against yeah. Knoxville that have hurt. Fifteen yards on that one. So it's going to be a first down here. It's going to bump them up. And a minute thirty-two remaining in the half. United's going to get the ball now. First and ten from their own forty. So just like that, we've cut the field down to sixty yards to get into the end zone here. Same formation, two on each side, Copeland and Hunter Hall on the near side, Perry and Sargent on the far. McAloo in the backfield. There's a snap. Plenty of time. Ooh, Hunter misses it. In his hands, got a little anxious. I think he went. He wanted to run before he caught it. A little extracurricular in the middle of the field there between a, line, a lineman and a, or a couple of linemen. Can't see who the United player was involved in that. Uh, it's like 58. 58, maybe. Yeah, Jake McAuley's in there calming him down, so I'm not sure what what that was all about. But 58, the sophomore Quentin Hayburn. Yeah, I think uh, Hunter was um, trying to run before he actually caught it. Yeah, he got a little anxious there. Incomplete pass, stops the clock. 119, 12, 8. Second and 10 now from their own 40. Shotgun snap here. Snap is good. Hand off to McElwee trying to find some space. There we go. We'll break the couple tackles. He's got plenty of space. He's at the 30, the 20. He's got plenty of room. The 10 to 5 touchdown. He's out of the red zone. McElwee with a huge run with a minute nine left in the second quarter. Knox went into the end zone, puts United back in the lead. Big play for the offense. Well done, well run. Nice job, Red Storm. That's a great, that's a 60-yard touchdown run. The last two times he's touched the ball have been touchdowns. He's found some gaps, broke some tackles, and run hard. He's getting some some payoff for tonight. Well done there by the Red Storm. That's another Robert Thompson trucking uh, touchdown for a Roxanne during Green Hall needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697 with a minute nine left. United retakes the lead 14-12. 
they'll be going for two here to try and make this a uh, a four-point game instead of a two-point game. <laughs> you know, we just did to them what everybody's been doing to us this year with the big and play. And they're going to have a quick flag here on the side. Somebody lined up all sides. And going to be something. I don't Never even got to the snap. The far line just threw a flag. Let's see what the call is here. It is offside. Encroachment on the defense. Lining up all sides. Getting a little too close, a little too anxious by the blue ball defense. That's going to be half the distance to the goal. And so now we're going to see a two-point conversion attempt from the one-and-a-half-yard line. I wonder if you might see a run here to, gosh, the way he's been running. I'd like to think McAwee could get him a yard well, and a half. And they're going to pack it in. They're going to key on him, though. Here we go. Shotgun snap. Quick pass, actually. Oh. Nowhere to go that time. He swallowed up. He tried to get a quick pass to Copeland on the on the left, and he wasn't there, so he pumped fake. But, man, he got swallowed up by in a hurry by the uh, defensive line. So the two-point conversion is no good, but United retakes the lead a minute to, a minute nine to play in this first half, and they take the lead 14-12 to 12 off a 61-yard touchdown run. 60-yard yep, uh, touchdown run by Jake McElwee. Well done by the Red Storm here. The offense looking good tonight. Yeah, they're, uh, th- this is not the same United team that we've been watching the last three weeks. You know, I'm, I mean, it, okay, so, I mean, you know, we haven't even finished the first half in the fourth game of the season. But last year, I mean, it took United a few a few it, games it to kind of figure out what, what to do, and they kind of got moving, and, it did. It took about four games to get going last year, and the thing is, you know, it's it's about this is the fourth game, and this first half has not been the same United team that we've watched for the last three weeks. No, and it's you know, dare I say, the backup quarterback like it isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's usually not what you would expect in that situation. So, you know, you know I, I said guys stepping up. I said last not last week when he came in, uh, when Abel went down, that uh, I thought he kept his poise throughout the whole game for the for the whole time he was playing. Considering it was really his first playing time, and he's even carried that on to this week, and he's done a great job. Rodriguez, the, 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 maybe he is trying to kick out of bounds because that one was way out of bounds. Yeah, that was that one was. <laughs> Actually, you know what he's doing, Milroy. He's kicking it at Milroy. Oh, you think? Yeah, because Milroy was standing down there. He kick said, it to kick, me. It, kick it to me. That's uh, exactly what he did. So he kicked it right out of bounds. No chance for a return there. That's a farm team kickoff. A family store with more since 1959. And United's defense now, a minute nine. They got a hold here. Well, this feels great. But the one thing that will kill this is if you let them score in a minute with a minute nine left in the, in the right. second quarter. So the defense right. has got a hold here. And if our safeties aren't looking for that, pass up the middle, we'd be silly. This is going to be a little fake reverse here. Jackson Johnson there on the run, number 26, and he's going to get, what did he get, five, six yards? About five. Yeah, but, about five. Uh, Knoxville still got two timeouts left, but they're not calling one here, so yeah, I'm going to guess that they're going to be satisfied going in, knowing they get the ball to start the third quarter, but they don't seem to be in a big hurry. 44 seconds. Wishbone again. Oh, the run again. He's wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage there. Good job by the defense. Hunter Hall to finish him off. A couple different United players in there to kind of slow it and trip people up. But Hunter Hall finished him off. And with that, Knoxville is going to call a timeout. With 31 seconds left 
we get a quick 30-second timeout here. We'll take a 30-second timeout ourselves uh, as well. Tinkham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contract that you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more Red Storm football. Welcome back to Red Storm football here at United High School where the Red Storm playing host to the Knoxville Blue Bullets with a 14-12 lead in about 30 seconds to play. They're looking deep for a pass. He doesn't have anybody open. He's rushing, gets hit, and the ball is knocked loose. It's knocked down. Everything, no flags. Nope. Everything's clean. Incomplete pass. 22 seconds left. Fourth down now for the Blue Bullets. Honeycutt took a shot there. Good yeah. job by the defense. Yeah, he's feeling that one. He got hit just as he threw it, and he's uh, I mean, he's still out there, but you can tell he's hes hurting a little bit. Yeah. That's the first time we've seen Knoxville send three receivers out. Yeah, the ball um, actually hit the receiver's hands. He just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, it was knocked down by a defender. So, United had some, some deep guys there. They definitely didn't get there. We're going to see another punt here. And Braden Downs is back to punt. But, yeah, he kicks this too far. We're going to let this roll. Yeah, wouldn't it be? Oh, the run is way over his head. Way over his head. He picks it up at the back five-yard line. They got tackling there. This would be huge. They force him out of the There's going to be a turnover on down with 12 seconds left. Uh, now we have more after-the-play activity. That's going to be a flag on somebody. I'm guessing, man, I don't know. Downs went flying, so I feel like it's going to be on United. Yeah, that's which a late is, hit out of bounds. Which is going to stink because you were going to have first right. and ten from the 15. Oh, no, it is on them. It is on them. Oh, that's even better. Wow. So, wait, what a turn of events here. So, the snap goes way over Braden Downs' head on the punt attempt there. Almost back to the goal line. Braden picks it up at the five-yard line. Tries to return it. United's able to force them out of bounds at about the 15-yard line. And then over on the sideline, some little extra curriculars happened, and a penalty gets called on a half a distance to the goal line there, I believe. Yeah, I think they're uh, by Knoxville. And so now we're going to have first and goal for United from the seven-yard line. We got one time. Twelve left. seconds and one timeout. We can get two shots at the end zone here. I'm guessing. McElwee back for protection. There's the pass. It's going to Hunter. And it's a little too far. It falls incomplete. Try to fade to the corner. Hunter did a decent job of trying to create a little separation, but the throw was just a little too far. 7.9 now left with uh, two uh, – sorry, 7.9 seconds left in second down and goal from the seven-yard line. If you throw a quick one here, you might get two more tries. We might get two more tries, but it's going to have to be really quick, and it has to be into the end zone. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Yeah, I mean, we have a it's timeout, caught. but it's it's you're not going to have time to call it. No, but they get caught short of the goal line where the clock's going to run out. Here we go, shotgun sergeant on the far, it's the short side, three receivers to the left, there another quick pass. Oh, Hunter Hall, he's open. Oh, what a catch by Hunter, what a catch! Touchdown, United Red Storm. It's tipped, knocked up. He pulls it in, and a touchdown. Huge play for the Red Storm offense. Well done. Nice job. Touchdown, Red Storm. That's really great awareness on Hunter Hall's part. That ball's tipped. He never took his eyes off of it, and he still caught it. A little tip drill action there. So that makes 20-12 now. 3.9 remaining. United takes a 20-12 lead, lead with 3.9 remaining in this first half, and they're going to go for two again. McElwee and Perry in the backfield with McMillan. Copeland slipped to the, to the left in the slot there. They're going to give it to Perry, and he's tackled right. I mean, almost immediately. So no luck there on that. But man, what a, what a great play there 
by Hunter Hall. That's a highlight zone worthy catch if I've ever seen one. Tipped it into, into a little bit of traffic, but it went off Hunter's hands. He kept his eyes on it, caught it off the tip, and for a, a seven-yard touchdown pass there, no good on the two-point conversion. So 3.9 to play in the second quarter. United has a 20-12 to 12 lead. Huge yeah, play, yeah. huge play. That's uh, You know, we've said all year how athletic Hunter Hall is, and he just showed it on that play. Yeah. Yeah, that's a well done there by Hunter. He's a is he a junior, right? Uh, yeah, I junior. So. I think he got some playing time last year as a sophomore. See, and I was going to be set to kick off, and uh, here goes here goes Milroy. Oh, it's talking to a referee, but he's going to stand down here. I bet you Rodriguez is going to kick it at him again. <laughs> we figured that out, didn't yeah. we? Or you yeah. did? Another, another Robert Thompson trucking t- uh, touchdown for all your rocks and dirt and green hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at seven six eight two six nine seven. Sorry, two six nine seven. Finish the farm can kickoff here. Your family stores more since nineteen fifty nine. Rodriguez set up to kick it off. The only reason I I noticed this is because this is what I did when I coached JFL. I went down there and told the JFL kids to kick it at, kick it at me. <laughs> well, let's see. It'll be three for three. Here we go. Kick, and go. it is right at Milroy and out of bounds again. Oh, we've got that figured out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Knoxville's going to get it here. First down from their own 35-yard line after the kick out of bounds again. And they're going to get a chance here to run a play. I'll be curious after that turn of events. I mean, well, you don't take a knee. I don't like taking it. You got to, you got to hand it off. At you got to do so. They got to try something. They got to try something. United's going to play a little prevent defense here. They got four guys deep, uh, more than ten yards off the ball. They're not going to let a pass in behind. Well, they are going to take a not knee. Not to take a knee. And so with that knee, Knoxville takes. That's the end of the first half. And your halftime score, United 20. Knoxville Blue Bowl, it's 12. United takes the lead into the half. We'll see if they continue that momentum. We'll be back in just a few minutes with your halftime show. You're listening to Redstone Football on the WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network and the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth where the United Red Storm are taking on the Knoxville Blue Bowl at the alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and you are listening to the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show for your auto home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734 Today, our halftime score right now, United goes into the half with a 20-12 to 12 lead over the Knoxville Blue Bowl. It's a huge second quarter from the Red Storm. They've looked great on the offensive end. The, uh, Knoxville had a, a mess up with a punt uh, snap that went over a heavy, was tackled back uh, by the 15-yard line with like a minute or less than a minute left. Uh, and United got the ball again and was able to score right before the half. And uh, just two big touchdowns there at the end of the second quarter. Uh, for United to go in with a 20-12 to 12 lead. Let's take a look at who scored in the first half, courtesy of Save a Lot of Food. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot of food store in Monmouth. Okay, uh, in the first quarter, um, Knoxville started the scoring. At the end of the quarter buzzer, the last play of the first quarter on a 50-yard pass play, Honeycutt to Downs. The extra point kick was no good, and Knoxville led 6 to nothing. In the second quarter, United came right back and scored at the 7-12 mark. A 29-yard run by McElwee. The two-point pass, McMillan to Hall, was good. And United led 8-6. to 
Also in the second quarter at the 139 mark, a 22-yard pass from Honeycutt to Downs for Knoxville. The pass was no good, and Knoxville led 12-8. to Also in the second quarter at the 109 mark, United scored on a 60-yard run by McElwee. The pass was no good, and United led 14-12. to And after a turnover by Knoxville, um, a bad punt snap, basically, and a penalty, United scored on a seven-yard pass play from McMillan to Hall. The extra point was no good, and United leads 20-12 to at halftime. There were three touchdowns scored in the last 139 of the second quarter. <laughs> Fortunately, two of those were for United. So they didn't let the score get us down. We scored twice quickly right after that. So And, you know, and because of that, we're winning by eight points. Yeah, which is nice to see because last week we saw uh, Mercer County score two touchdowns there or whatever in the last, like, right. two minutes of the of the half. So it's nice to see United turn around. Honestly, they got shut out last week, too, man. If you're if those kids on that team, I know that you just feel good going into half because you scored three times and you broke some big plays. And it, as good as it feels to march the ball down the field, man, there's nothing like the excitement of breaking a big play and getting a big score. Uh, and so you know they're feeling good going into half. But they can't let that uh, – they can't sit still because of that. They got to come out with that same fire and get going here in the second half as well. So, right, you know, every team's been doing that to us this year with the big plays. But here we've made some big plays on defense, and we've scored three touchdowns. And uh, you know, two of them, 29-yard run and a 60-yard run, those are great plays. And the touchdown pass was a great catch on Hunter Hall's part. He oh, showed his athleticism yeah. by being able to keep his eye on that ball when it got tipped, and he still came down with it. Yeah, United's making some plays when it counts, getting some momentum going, and to be honest, against a really tough Knoxville team. And we talked a little in the pregame about how tough they've been. They've had a couple big games, and they didn't uh, they didn't wipe Mercer County out of the the, the field that when they played them. But nonetheless, uh, Knoxville's ranked sixth in two A, and uh, man, United's saying we don't care. <laughs> no, we're just going to play and, and and shove it down their throats. So that's your scoring summary for the first half. Uh, let's look at look at a few stats here. Dan's got some stats for us. Thanks to him and Chad for keeping these. Let's hear some stats. Okay, let's start with United Red Storm tonight. Uh, carrying the ball tonight, it's been all Jake McElwee, but they've uh, struggled stopping him. They stopped him a few times early, but the last two times he's touched the ball have been a 29-yard touchdown run and a 60-yard touchdown run. So he's got 13 carries for 130 yards. Hmm. At halftime, so that's a great first Good half. First half, 130 yards. Nobody else has carried the ball. And then uh, in the passing department, quarterback Owen McMillan is uh, six for ten for 76 yards, including that touchdown there at the end of the second quarter. And receiving, Derek Sargent has one catch for two yards. Hunter Hall has three for 64, including the seven-yard touchdown. And Sam Perry's caught two balls for a total of 10 yards. So United's right at around 200 total yards of offense. Uh, maybe a little over so in the first half. So that's pretty good considering uh, on the season they're averaging 244 yards a game. Yeah. So uh, much better offensive production. Much better offensive production. In Knoxville, uh, in the rushing department, they're led by Jackson Johnson with 10 carries, 51 yards. Sucker, Sawyer Tucky, one carry, six yards. Oscar Young, two carries for four. Mitchell Paris, two carries, carries for 10. Bo Honeycutt, the quarterback, three carries for 11 yards, and Braden Downs has two carries for six. Funny thing about Downs is he started in the backfield, carried yeah. two times early, and then now he's back at the yeah. tight end slot. 
Uh, passing department, Bo, Bo Honeycutt is three for four for 89 yards, and two of those are touchdowns. And Braden Downs has caught all three of those passes for the 89 yards and the two touchdowns. So, um, but they've had uh, a costly turnover, and they've had um, looks like they've had at least five penalties. Which, by the way, United has no penalties. So, none. None. Wow. I, I don't have any marked down. I don't think yeah. I've forgotten any, but to my knowledge, well, I mean, United I, I, has no penalties. I can't necessarily remember any. So, good clean game for United. So it looks First like that. total yardage for Knoxville is around 190 yards. So, you know, the game stat-wise, yardage-wise, is relatively close. But United's got one more touchdown, so that's yeah. the important thing. Yeah, I mean, Knoxville's been able to move the ball, but United's made some key stops here that Knoxville – I mean, we can't say that – we can't talk about it without mentioning some mistakes that Knoxville has made, but that's part of the game, you know, and – it is. And United, the difference is this week United capitalized on some of Like last week, Mercer County had a lot of penalties too. Right. And we didn't. We weren't able to capitalize on them. This week, Mercer or Knoxville makes a mistake on a snap and then a penalty, and we score on the next play or right. two plays. So. Right. And, you know, you got to give some credit to United's defense for a lot of that too. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the defense can force the mistake. And, uh, you know, and I said at the beginning of the game, one of the keys is to force turnovers. Well, that's basically what happened on that bad punt. Yeah. Maybe it was pressure. Maybe it was simply the, the the snap was just bad, had nothing to do with the defense, but the defense made the tackle and recovered the ball. Yeah. Yeah, well-played game so far by United. Fun to, fun to see, fun to call, and I'm sure uh, you're still going to go in as a coach and make some adjustments because I know uh, that the coaches are still seeing stuff that needs to be fixed despite the, the score right now. And so we'll see what kind of adjustments they make and that, uh, like I mentioned before, they got to come out in the second half with the same fire they had here to finish this first half. Uh, we'll see what happens here. We'd also like to thank tonight uh, the Regional Office of Education of Warren, Henderson, Knox, and Mercer Counties. Regional Office of Education number 33 serves our schools and communities by providing educational resources, partnerships, and opportunities. School absences add up. Attendance counts. Uh, we got some local scores here. We we're looking up real quick, see what's going on uh, with some other teams in the area. Let's start with Monmouth Roseville. Uh, the last school we saw for them was they were beating Sherrard 22-14. to 14. That was a second-quarter score, it looked like. I believe it's at halftime now. Halftime now. So 22-14, Monmouth Roseville over Sherrard. Within our conference here, uh, Rova is up 17-0 to over Princeville. That was a halftime score. Uh, Ottawa Marquette used to be in the conference and uh, for like a couple years and then got out. Uh, but Anawan Weathersfield is playing at Ottawa Marquette, and Anawan Weathersfield, who's gotten some votes for the top 10 poll in 1A, uh, is actually getting shut out right now, 14-0. to zero. That was a, a halftime score as well. Abbott and Avon, uh, they're playing Mercer County tonight. Mercer County is up 20-7, to seven, and Stark County is playing Elmwood-Brinkfield, and this was a first-quarter score. Um, but Stark County was up 18-8 to eight already. It appears to me Stark County might be a little better this year, but Elmwood-Brimfield must be down because they've had a pretty good program there over the years they have. So those are some local scores for you. Again, it's halftime here at the United game where they're hosting Knoxville in week four. 20-12, uh, United has a halftime lead. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and finish up with the rest of our LMP Insurance Agency halftime show. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on the BREM 1330. 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Vic Rory's Furniture Broadcast booth with United Red Storm Football with the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show for your auto home 
commercial life and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Judy Martin at 734-2116 today. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and we are at halftime of the United versus the Knoxville Blue Bullets game. United at halftime has a 20-12 lead over the visiting Knoxville team. They have looked good on offense. They have looked pretty good on defense and have been able to score some key touchdowns, get a, a turnover here and there, force some stops, capitalize on some penalties, and because of all that hard work, they can win the halftime here 20-12. to 12. You know, if we, uh, you take away those two passing touchdowns where basically uh, appeared to me to be blown coverage. I mean, if you play better defense on those, take those away, we're winning 20 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, it could be. I mean, at least they maybe still would have scored, but it wouldn't have been so quickly and, and in that manner. But, uh, you know, those were basically blown coverages to some extent. And um, you take those away, we could be winning by more. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you could – you could really say that the defense has stopped them on every possession. Right. It's just two of the possessions they went two hey, plays. I'm going to throw this, this same play, this pass play, where Braden Downs from the tight end, he just releases right up the middle of the field, uh, and he's been wide open both times out on an island by himself. Uh, that's a tough play. I mean, so Knoxville, after the first few plays, they basically dropped to a wishbone formation and packed it in with – all 11 guys inside the box and just running it right between the tackles the whole time. Maybe a, a, they ran a pitch here and there and tried to get an edge, but they've really been running it up the middle. And when they get stopped, once you get into that mode of, like, packing it in, especially the safety who's had to come up and make some tackles on the, the runs that have, have, have broken free a little bit, it's hard then to see that, that, that receiver release, that tight end release, and go right up the middle. And, uh, of course, that's why they run it. Right. You know, I think if, if you take those two plays out, the first half really was, I, I wouldn't say all United, but if you base it on time of possession, I think they they had the ball longer. And, um, yeah, I mean, they, they're not outclassed. I mean, they played right with Knoxville, who's ranked sixth in 2A. Yeah, right ahead so, of them. Yeah. the hat to them. They're, they're yeah. doing well. Well, I mean, it, let's, you said the, the, the two pass or the two touchdown plays, if you take those out of Knoxville's offense, I wonder how many total yards they would have uh, right. as an offense. Well, that's those are two big plays. Is that what they, the two? That's 89 of their 190 yeah. total yards. So we've we've held them to basically 90 yards minus those two. If you take those two out, yeah, yeah. So well done here by the defense. I mean, we've talked a lot about the offense who's put uh, what three touchdowns on the board here, uh, which is good. Uh, but you know, we don't want to leave out the defense as well. Right. Let's talk a little bit about Owen McMillan. I mean, he comes in, a backup quarterback last week, his first play of the game, that he comes in from the bench after Abel Wilson's injury, the fourth and 25, and finishes the game last week, never gets it in the end zone, tough game, um, but comes out here tonight and, uh, man, just seems to be in control from that quarterback position. He's not a runner like Abel, uh, but he's running the offense, which is what he's supposed to do. Oh, yeah, and I love that short passing game they've been doing because I tell you, I think that's what's opened up the middle for those two touchdown runs. Yeah. Because they can't pack it in the middle and stop the run. They have to watch the guys out there and the receivers, and, and I think it's worked for them, and, yep. and they've done really well with it. Yeah, and Jake McElwee, of course, we've talked about him a bunch, but just a hard runner, a hardworking kid. Uh, not a huge kid out here. He's not going to win any size contests, but, man, he's going to run hard. And uh, he's done a good job of that. So here we go, second half to start. United's going to kick off with their backs to the scoreboard. 
Rodriguez set up the kick, and we're going to see if he just kicks it right over Coach Milroy's head again. And, of course, he does. And uh, that's going to be first and ten from the 35 for Knoxville. Like clockwork, he is consistent. He has kicked it to the same place on the all-weather track for uh, four times now, I think. So does that well. You know, you don't want to give up a kickoff. What was it, two weeks ago they gave off a one or yes. two kick returns? So, yes, I mean, you know, two of them. The defense has done a good job. Put it in their hands. Give them the ball. I mean, give Knoxville the ball. Don't give them a chance to run the special teams back. And, uh, man, let the defense do their job. Nothing wrong with that. Here we go. First and 10 for Knoxville from their own 35-yard line. Start the third quarter here. 20-12, to 12, United's up. And we're going to see if the defense can keep it up. Wishbone, we're going to hand it off to the halfback. He comes to the right, jumps back, finds a hole. He's got some space. He's got one person to beat. Perry, got Perry caught him down. That's good. That was the only guy he had left, and Perry just outran him. That was number 12 for Knoxville on that carry. Sawyer Tucky with a big run there to start the third quarter here for yeah, the 40, Blue Bullets. 44-yard gain. Big run. That is not how you want to start the game if you're United or start the half if you're United's defense. But it's early yet. We can still get some stops here. First and 10 for the Blue Bullets now from the United 21-yard line. Uh, looking to make a quick response here after uh, going into the half down 20-12. to 12. Wishbone again, Honeycutt at quarterback. Johnson and Tucky, they're going to give it to Johnson this time. He finds a little space again and gets a game. Not enough for a first down. He's going to get – oh, the flag came in at the end there again late. Uh-oh. I mean, he threw it kind of towards the Knoxville side. kids, he did. I'm guessing that's a little extra again at the after the whistle. But yeah, I'm not sure. Because uh, the play was dead. It was. I mean, it wouldn't have been. It is. Yeah, personal foul on Knoxville. So okay. after a, what about it? What do you, I didn't see where they spotted that. Uh, looks like about the 18. Yeah, so it would have been probably a seven or eight yard gain. Yeah, it would have been down around the uh, fifteen, I think, actually. Yeah. So what would have been uh yeah, about a six or seven yard gain there it looks like it's gonna turn ball. into a loss That's after 30. that personal foul. Fifteen yard penalty. Thirty one yard line. So it's gonna be second and twenty from the thirty one yard line, yeah. Second and 20, wishbone again, Honeycutt under center, and a whistle blows. I think he was trying to blow the clock. I think Knoxville jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. He was trying to blow the clock live, and uh, Knoxville was already going. They were already snapping it. Yeah, they somebody – normally that, that – There we go. That I don't know what the names of the referees are in right, football, right. but the guy in the middle, normally he's standing over the ball right, and wait, and then when he winds the clock – right. Then he backs off. But so, no play there. 11:30 left in the third. Second and 20 from the 31. Honeycutt's going to keep it this time. He's got some space. Escapes one tackle and is brought down by 43 for the Red Storm. Connor Elliott there on the tackle. But now before That's Honeycutt gets back game. to just past the original first down, he's on the 20 yard line now. So it's going to be third and nine for. The blue bullets there. That's another fake to the fullback, and he just follows him and cuts off his back, uh, back or cuts off his heels, I should say. Yeah, and we kind of took the edge. We made a couple good open field tackles today. That was a good one there, and thirty catching. Uh, yeah, on the, on the long play. Yeah, yep, from behind. 
Wishbone again, third and nine for Knoxville. Honeycutt under center takes the snap. He's looking this time at Johnson. He's met close to the line of scrimmage and brought down there by 77, which is A.J. Jenks, and 43, which is Connor Elliott. And he gets a short game there. It's going to be fourth and six for the Blue Bullets. Big play for the defense. We've seen a big play. We need to see a big play right here. Yeah, big play for the fourth defense and six. here. A stop here would be huge after allowing that big, that big run on the first play. Surely they don't run that pass again. Well, I don't know, but we better be ready for it. This I mean, time. if I'm their coach, I would be super tempted to run that pass. Yeah, they're going to split down out wide to the left. It's going to be – he's got a one-on-one situation here. Now that we're going to throw Sam Perry over there, throw some over coverage, oh. and now we're going to get a timeout. Coach, the Knoxville coach, when he we, – we threw some extra coverage because he had – who was out there with him? 23, 30. Uh, Perry ran over there for that yeah, extra. 23 was out there to start with Nick Terrell. And he's outsized quite a bit by Braden down. So we threw Sam Perry over there for some coverage, extra coverage. And Knoxville didn't like the play call then and called the timeout. This is a Tinkham's Electric timeout. Uh, looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll stay right here during this timeout. Dad, i got a question for you. If your coach, the defensive coach, what are you telling your defense right now? I think you got to play them. You got to play them straight up. You can't anticipate one thing or the other. You just all have to do your job, stay home, and and get it done. Yep. Yep. Don't jump. Let's Don't see man. what happens again this time though. With Downs comes out in that tight end slot. Yeah. I know on the first play he was in that tight end slot and he ran right down the middle and Perry was all over him until the runner went past him and then Perry ended up catching him from behind. But yep. I think they're doing a much better job of keying on him. Yeah. Which is why Perry's out there with So uh, here's the same same formation we just had. Downs is out by himself to the left. We've got a wing on the left and a single fullback and halfback. They're gonna fake the pitch, looking to pass down the middle yeah. again. And he is it is caught. And a touchdown. They did the Boy, same thing with a different player. Different guy, different formation, but they released the guy down the middle. He's wide open again. He was hit immediately when he caught it uh, by, ooh, I think it was number 12, I thought. 12 caught it. Oh, 12 caught it. So I got my numbers mixed up. Anyhow, it, it didn't matter anyhow. They tackled him, but they tackled him at the end zone, and that's good for a touchdown. So just like that, Knoxville comes out and scores to start the second half. Uh, with 9.58 remaining in this third quarter, it's 20-18, to 18, and we're going to see Knoxville here. They're not going to do the, the fancy extra point. They're going to straight up go for two here. They're going to try and tie it. So wishbone formation, quick snap. Give it to Jackson Johnson. He's got all kinds of space and walks into the end zone. So the two-point conversion there is good. It's going to tie it up. 9.58 remaining in the third. 20-20 to 20 is your score. We'll be back with this kickoff. We'll take a quick 30-second break. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth, uh, along with Ron, alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and you're listening to Prairie Communication Sports Network here. A Red Storm Football tie game now, 2020 against the Knoxville Blue Bulls. We are at United High School. United went in with a 20-12 lead at halftime in their first possession. Knoxville was able to score. That Farm King kickoff is kicked off right to the sideline and out of bounds. And United is now going to get the same thing, get the ball back and uh, start first and ten from their own 35-yard line, which is what Knoxville's done all night on kickoff. Not a bad place to start, I guess, but, you know, sometimes I think you'd like a chance to run it back. But yeah, The only good news is you can't fumble it if you don't return either. That's so. true. I thought he was going to pick it up right on the sideline, and then he's got nowhere to go. Yeah, he considered it. So. He did. 
That was a farm team kickoff, the family source with more since 1959. First and 10 for the Red Storm. They're going to start on the left hash, the near side, on their own 35-yard line, and we're going to get two splits to the left. That's Copeland and Hunter Hall. Perry and Sargent to the right. McElwee in the backfield. Art Cal McMillan, the quarterback, shotgun formation, handoff to McAlee. He's trying to find some space on the right. Gets wrapped up. He's going to get no gain or a loss, depending on the spot. They've been generous tonight so far. So in the yard. And somebody, hopefully not McAlee, but somebody's not getting that. I think it's Jake. I think it is McAlee. Holding his holding his time. I think he's cramping maybe. Yeah. Trainer's going to try and stretch out his leg a little bit there, but I believe that's Mackle on the ground. He's been working hard tonight, man. He's working those legs hard. He pumps them good. He gets hit, gets into traffic, just keeps those legs pumping and turns what for a lot of guys might be not much into a couple more yards just with his extra effort. So we definitely don't want to see him have to come out. He's fun to watch and does a good job. So he'll get it stretched out. He'll uh, He'll be okay. He'll be back. 20 to 20, tie game, 9.46 remaining in the third. Uh, I'll tell you what, oh, here, we'll get him up now. So we're going to get back going. He's walking it off a bit here, a little bit of a cramp. So good to see him getting up and being okay here and there. Never want to see anybody get injured, but especially Jake tonight. Tough kid. He's smacking himself in his own helmet. He's ready to go. He's. I wonder if they're going to make him uh, sit for probably a yep. would. Yeah. He has to. There's no option to call a timeout. Tony Rodriguez is going to go in for McAwee for a play. Uh, so here we go, second and nine. They did give him a yard on that, so generous spot. We've had those tonight, and that's fine. Second and nine for the Red Storm. 9.46 to play in the third. Tie game at 20. And we're going to have Copeland Hall here split to the left. The ball's right almost in the middle of the field here. And we're going to have Sargent and Perry to the right. Rodriguez now in the backfield with Owen. I'm guessing for some protection we might see a pass here. Yeah, quick pass. Ooh, a little too quick. Hunter wasn't even quite looking, and the pass is a little short. A little pressure, too, on yeah. McMillan. Yeah. The incomplete pass there is going to make it third and nine, and McAlee's going to come back in here. 83, uh, Jacob Morris for Knoxville was all over him. He had yeah. to get rid of that a lot quicker than he wanted to. Yeah. Third and nine now for the Red Storm. Third and nine from their own 35-yard line still. Well, I guess we should call it 36 since he gained a yard. Technically, big, yeah, big play, uh, big play here. We need to get uh, third and long. Need to get that first down. McAwee's on his left. Three receivers now to the right, one to the left. He's got one on one over here. Copeland does. Lots of guys on the line. They're going to push this hard and try and get some pressure. They do. McMillan throws it, but he throws it way too deep. Lots of deep guys going, but nobody there, and that's going to go to fourth down and nine here. And I would assume, yeah, Antonio Rodriguez is coming out to give us a punt here. Uh, unfortunately, Abel is typically our punter as well. Right, right. And uh, so we've had backup punters in last week. Um, I think it was Mason Giddings. Struggled a little bit. Tony got has had one punt tonight, and it went about 10 yards, I think. Right. Um, yeah, but we, uh, we need to get a little yardage here out yeah. of it. So punt formation here, fourth and nine from their own 36-yard line, 9.40 to play. Oh, oh, there's a better kick. There you go. That away. Caught there by Honeycutt. He's the returner. That's going to be a block in the back, which yep. is good because Honeycutt's got some room down the right, and he shoved out of bounds at about the United 41 or 42-yard line. 
but I believe this is coming back. I think in the after the initial catch, yeah. uh, they, one of the United guys tried to maneuver, and the hand him. guy didn't back off. He didn't knock him down, but he put his hands right in his back. So yeah. now we're going to discuss it up here with the two officials, see what's going to happen. But uh, he put his hands right on his back. The United player was looking right at the official afterwards, wanting a call. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's really all it takes. You can't change direction if you got your hands in his back. Yeah. So nothing says you have to knock him to the ground. Oh, they're waving it off. Oh, they waved it off. I don't think Milroy's a big Coach Milroy's a big fan of that. But how do you throw that and then what? There's nothing. Boy, that's Boy. strange to see. Yeah, him wave that off. He couldn't change his directions with his hands in his back, so I, I'm not sure why they waved it off. So instead of bringing that back on that punt return, it's going to be first and ten for the Blue Bullets here from the United 41-yard line. P.S. I'd like to state again, good kick by Tony Rodriguez there. Yeah, he did a good job with that one. Wishbone formation, Honeycutt under center. And off this time, again to Tucky. Tries that play. He gained a bunch of yards on there to start the third quarter, but this time he's hit and then wrapped up and brought down by the Red Storm after about a four- to five-yard game, four-yard game. That's too much. we got to start hitting them at the line. What's better than the 20 he got the first well, time? Absolutely. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Second and six for the Blue Bullets. Second and six from the 37-yard line. Boy, we only played three minutes in the third quarter, but it seems like it's been 15 already. Yeah, 8.50 to play here in this third quarter. Packing it in still. Wishbone, Honeycutt takes the snap. He's going to give it to Johnson this time. A little bit of a space over the left tackle. And uh, he's just shy, I think, of the first. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, oh, they, they are giving it on. Wow, another be generous. Clearly our perspective is not great from here. First down for the Blue Bullets. First and 10 from the 31-yard line for the Blue Bullets. Their offense has been moving the ball. They did this a little bit in the first half, too, and and, I was able to get some big stops. We'll see if they can do that here. Back to Johnson again, same play. About another four or five. That made more this time. Six yards on that play, it looks like, maybe. Maybe even more. Well, you know what I'm starting to see now is Knoxville's offensive line is getting a push. In the first half, United's defensive line was holding their ground, but uh, it looks now this time that they're getting pushed backwards four or five yards on every single play, and we have to we have to stop doing that. We have to get a stand at the line. About a six-yard gain there for the Blue Bullets, so second and four now. United's defense needs to make some plays here. They come back to Tucky on the left, on the right side. I mean, again, and although he kind of tripped near the line of scrimmage, he stayed on his feet, gets enough for the first down. It's going to be first and ten for the Blue Bolts now from about the 15, 16 yard line. Yeah, I thought he was going down at the line. He got somebody hit his legs. He had to put his hand down to keep falling down, but he got another ten yards after that. Yeah. First and ten now from the 16 yard line for the Blue Bolts. Not a red storm defense. Struggling here. Not giving up a big play yet in this possession, but struggling to keep him from the floor. Oh, nobody jumped the line. Good job there. Back to Johnson over the left tackle again. Finds some space. Squirts through. He's going to get to the end zone. Yes, the middle guy is going to call it a touchdown. So 
There's a 16-yard touchdown run for Jackson Johnson to run that same play there. little uh, blast play over the left tackle, and Johnson finds a hole, gets there, and scores. It's going to put Knoxville in the lead now with 7-10 remaining. They go up 26-20 to over the Red Storm. It looks like they're going to go for two again, try and get this more than a six-point game. Yeah, he bounced off several tackles there. We didn't do a very good job of, of bringing him down. We had several guys hitting. He just wouldn't go down, and we didn't wrap him up. And Johnson did a good job sliding through some holes and kind of sidestepping a bit, but we got we got definitely got to do a better job of filling some holes and tackling. Here's a two-point attempt. Honeywell is going to keep it. Honeywell, oh, cut. good hit. Oh, oh, Barnes, oh. But if they say he crossed the line, they call him. Now, a line judge from this far side is coming running in. He's saying no good, I think. Well, we're going to see here if they may they change this. The initial call is a two-point conversion is good. The referees are discussing. Boy, Knoxville's going to have a cow if they don't. And they're not going to reverse that. So the two-point conversion is good. So that makes it 28-20 with 7-10 remaining here in this third quarter. In Knoxville now in the first five minutes of the third quarter has scored twice. Both times they've got the ball, they've been able to punch it in and get some points on the board or retake the lead after coming out losing or down 20-12 to at halftime. The good thing is that's just one score. We're only down one score. Yeah. So if we get some offense moving again here, we can get this game tied up again, and and uh, and we're still in it. I mean, we're not out of it now. We're down yeah. one score. But, yeah. But the Red Storm defense is kind of taking a punch in the mouth here. We got to see if the offense can respond. Oscar Young lined up to kick off again here from their own 40-yard line. Deep guys are Copeland, Hall, and Perry. And they're going to kick it over towards Copeland. He's going to pick it up and try and get a return. Ooh, nice juke inside. Shakes the left edge. Gets it back to the 40. And a decent return there for Elliot Copeland, sophomore. He comes up a little. Yeah, he, up. that was a pretty good hit. He's, I think he's feeling that a little bit. Take a few breaths, get a drink here. I think he landed on his back on the other player's knees. And they kind of rolled him, rolled him over. I mean, the defender rolled Elliott over the top of them. So, in for him now is Nick Terrell. He went in at wide receiver there. And the referees are calling a timeout here. And they're going to talk again. There's been a lot of conferences by these referees. Yes, tonight. there has been. A lot of discussing things and seeing what's going on and what's happening. and just a little stat note here. Knoxville's got 140 yards rushing already in the third quarter. <laughs> Played five minutes. So we're going to have to – got to toughen up that run defense. Yeah. Yeah, we got to figure out a little bit here on the run defense. So I have no clue what that little conference for the referees is about. I don't know either. Talking to the coaches now. Doesn't appear to be affecting anything. But here we go. 7.05 in the third. 28-20, Knoxville leads United now. Shotgun formation, McElwee in the backfield. Terrell is to the near side. And off to Jake. He's going to go up the middle, try and find some space. He's wrapped up. Forward progress ought to get him out to about the 45-yard line for about a three- or four-yard game there. And it's going to be second and seven for the Red Storm. Second and seven from their own 45-yard line. You know, I, I look forward to, I think Jake can break another one here. He's almost broke loose of that tackle, and he would have gotten a lot more yards out of it. But uh, 
Knoxville, you know, is going to key on him with 130 yards in the first half. Terry would get on the near side. This is the, the even side now, right in the middle of the field. Three receivers on the right. Going to be another handoff to Jake over the right tackle. We'll find some space, breaks the tackle, gets through past the first down, down to the 40 on the other side. Another big run for Jake McElwee, making his presence known here tonight. That's another pepperoni's pizza first down for the Red Storm. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York-style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. Pepperoni's pizza first down. Nice 15-yard game. First and 10 from the Knoxville 40 now. Copeland back in the game. He's on the near side with Hall and Perry. Sargent on the far side. McElwee in the background. They're going to give it to him. Oh, he's met in the backfield this time right after getting the ball. That was a good blitz by the Blue Bullets there. Not picked up, well-timed, and just tackled right when he caught it. So, it be a loss of two there for Jacob McElwee. Not really his fault, but. Right. He uh, Nobody touched him coming through the line. I think he blitzed in the middle and got through clean. Timed it well. We'll have to do need to do something different than our snap count here because the only way he got there that quick is by timing that perfectly. Right. Same formation here. McAwee on the left of McMillan. There's a little longer snap count. Make sure they can't get that timing right. Only takes a snap. He's looking past. A little pressure. Throws it deep to Hunter. The Hunter had some space, but the throw was a little off. He burnt Honeycutt, but the throw was a little off, and Hunter couldn't quite get over to it. Missed opportunity there, but a good effort by both players. Once again, he had to throw that probably sooner than he wanted to because he had two guys breathing down his neck come right yeah. up the middle again. Yeah, we're not blocking at the line again. I mean, that's that's been the whole difference in the game. Our defensive line is getting pushed back, and our offensive line can't stop them from getting through. Third and eleven now, same formation. Third and eleven from their own or from the Knoxville forty-one. Another pass. This is a quick out to Hunter. He catches this one, makes a move forward, tries to reach and get out close to that thirty. He's going to be short of the first. He's going to be at about the 31-yard line or 32, 31-yard line. So he's going to be a yard short. It's going to be fourth and one for the Red Storm, and I'm certain we're going for this. Oh, absolutely. Fourth and one, a huge fourth down play for the Red Storm here. 4.45 to play in the third. Shotgun snap. McElwee in the backfield. Owen trying to draw him off sides, maybe. Here he comes, looking pass, actually, fourth down. Hunter's almost there, incomplete pass, and a turnover on down. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed in the pass play of fourth and one. I'm a little surprised. I can't say disappointed, but I'm a little surprised with the way uh, McElwee's been running the ball. Yeah. I, I'm a little, little surprised. But that's why we're up here and coaches down there. Very true, very true. So is that. Incomplete pass there. The intended receiver, I think, was Hunter Hall. A little too far for him. That's going to be a turnover on downs, and Knoxville's going to take over first and 10 now from their own 30-yard line. 31-yard line, I should say. Jones is the leading rusher for Knoxville. Jackson Jones, who got that carry as well. He had 87 yards before that one. He got another six on that one. So he's up to 93 yards there. And after the second half now, Sawyer Tucky is the second leading rusher for them at 63 yards total. Second and four now for 
the uh, Blue Bullets, second and four from their own 37-yard uh, line. A little score update, Monmouth is now winning 30-14 to 14 in the third quarter over Sherrard. Second and four, handoff here to Tucky. Has some space over the tackle, enough for the first down. He gets out to about the 45-yard line. Four's brought down by a couple. Oh, that was number 14, sorry, Mitchell Parrish on that run. 14, Mitchell Parrish on that run. That's nine yards. That's way too many. We've got to start toughening up that defense. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest here. They have run basically the same plays. I mean, it's been these over-the-tackle runs here to the left and right this whole second half. I'm kind of curious. We went with a smaller offensive line. I see Rosine's on the sideline. A couple of the bigger kids are. Johnson there. Tony Rodriguez met him at the line of scrimmage. Good play by the defense there to shut one down. They're generous spots here tonight. They're going to give him a yard on that. So it's going to be second and nine. But a good play there by the defense there to actually stop him. You know, this is a completely different officiating crew. Their, their, their spots are giving him that forward progress. I know this last week at Mercer County. It appeared that forward progress didn't exist. Yeah. And, I mean, there were several that I thought they spotted short. But today, I think they're doing what they're supposed to do. Next play, going back to Paris or Tucky. I can't Paris that time. Hit a couple times. Brought down hard there. Rodriguez in on that one, too. He got back to the 50, 50, uh, 49, I mean. Uh, United's 49. So it's about a six-yard, five-yard game. And it's going to be third and four for the Blue Bullets here. Big third down for United. They get a stop here. This will be big. Force another fourth down here. I would have to think if they can force a fourth down, I think we'll see a punt unless it's a really short fourth. Let's see. If I was Knoxville, this would be my chance to throw the... Nope, they're going to run a run play, and he's going to get it. 20, that was number... Well, that time, Tucky on that run. And he gets all the way to the United 39-yard line. So, first down for uh, the Blue Bullets there. I think our defense looks like they might be getting a little bit tired. They've been out there a lot here in the third quarter. Yeah, like I was saying before, it looks like we went to kind of a smaller defense, and I'm wondering... Defensive line, that is. Well, we got, you know, 57. Kenneth Higby's out there. I'm not sure he's not sure he played in the first half, but he's out there on the defensive line now. First down there is a run now to the left. That Was that Tucky again? No, Parrish that time. Yeah. Parrish that time. He got about four, three yards. Three Second yards. and seven here for the Blue Bullets from the United 36-yard line. Second and seven. Lots of over the tackle, left and right side for the out of the wishbone here for Knoxville. Now they throw a wing in here. Slightly different formation. It could have been a false start, in my opinion. The fullback gets at that time. That's Oscar Young, 25, up the middle. And he's going to be, every time I say this, they move the right. chains. Right. Help oh, this third down. It is short. Okay. Third and short this time. Third and short for the Blue Bullets. We saw a slightly different formation that time, and they they ran Oscar Young up the middle. That's uh, something's going on. Officials timeout here. 
and perhaps with the blood on a uniform, I believe, something like that. So we got a sub in as a Knoxville player that had to come out. Sub in. Now we're going to keep going here. 30 seconds left in the third. United down 28-20. Third and short. Wishbone formation. Honeycutt with a snap. Gives it to Johnson. Gets the first. Gets past the first. Down about the 22 or 23-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Move the stick. Stop the clock for a minute while they move them. 18 seconds left in the quarter, and we'll see if Knox is able to get one more off before the quarter runs out. I'm going to bet at this point with the lead, they're not going to hurry. They're going to let it run out. Yeah, clock's running here. Ten seconds left in the third. I think this is going to be the end of our third quarter, and we're going to be at a score of 28-20. to 20. Knoxville with the lead. So United gives up two in the third quarter here to, to lose their, their lead that they took into halftime. They're going to have to get something figured out for this fourth quarter. Um, let's take a break. We'll be back with your fourth quarter of action. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network and the Victory Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant. And to start this fourth quarter here at United High School, the Knoxville Blue Bullets have a 28-20 lead and are looking at first and 10. And on the first play, they hand it off to, I believe that was Oscar Young again. I think so. Up the middle, he gets a good gain. He's going to get enough for the first down, but we got a holding penalty in the backfield, so that's going to come back, and they gave that gain. A good run there by Oscar Young to get more than enough for the first down. But another mistake by the Blue Bulls is going to bring him back, and they're going to be looking at first and 20, 20 or 22 now, depending on where they start that from. Looks like it's right at the line of scrimmage, so he's yeah, pretty close. Yeah. First and 20. So a break there for the Red Storm defense to see if they can capitalize on this. They've got some of the big guys back in on the defensive line to try and stop some of these inside runs here. Higby, Rosine, the 43, which is Connor Elliott's in there. Um, Trying to see if we can shut down this run. Wishbone again, first and 20, back to Jackson Johnson this time. And a good tackle there. Gains a couple yards, but it's going to be second and long still for the Blue Bullets. Good stop by the defense. You need a couple more of those to keep this defense going. Connor Elliott was all over that. He's kind of limping a little bit, but, you know, he's not coming out. What a tough kid he is. Yeah, Quentin Habern back in on the defensive line. Yeah, playing that defensive line. Yeah, he makes a lot of tackles for that. A.J. Jenks in the left DN spot. Uh, Copeland out at the left outside linebacker. McAwee's the middle linebacker. you got Giddings out here. Tony Rodriguez, a couple other guys here trying to pack it in and shut down these runs. Here comes Jackson again. Hit a couple times, taken down already. There we go. There we go. 27-yard line or so. I think that was six red shirts there. Yeah, Jackson Johnson again, right? Short game. Yeah, short game. So third and long still. Third and about 12 or 13, it looks like. Third and 13. Third and long here. Big defensive plays here. They've had two decent stops here. This is their chance to get another another two stops and get the ball back and stop them. Knoxville scored on all their possessions so far this second half, right? Right. The key is to get... Stop this to short yardage. Make it fourth and long. Yeah. You give up too many here in fourth and short. I mean, you know they're going to go for it. They're not yeah, going to punt from inside. Double the wing now, single back. And they're going to look at a pass. He's got Oscar open. He's going to throw it across the middle. Oh, and oh he did catch it. Oh, man, he almost missed it. He bobbled it a bit. 53 there for the Red Storm. Mason Giddings tried to hit it, knock it loose. Instead, that catch is good for the first down. It's going to be first and goal for the Blue Bullets from who 
about the five, seven-yard line. First and goal. Yeah, first and goal from the seven, it looks like. 10-11. 11 remaining here in the third or fourth quarter, I mean. Wishbone formation again. Honeycutt takes a snap, gives it to Johnson over the left tackle. He strings it out a bit before he's hit. They're trying to pull him down. They stop him short, I think, of the goal line. He got close, but they stopped him short. We're going to see some goal line defense here from the Red Storm. It's going to be first and goal from short. And now another player a little slow to get up. That's Giddings, I believe, 53. Yeah, Mason Giddings there. He's up, though. He's good. First and goal from inside the one. Let's see what kind of goal line defense we have. First and goal. Here we go. Wishbone formation. Honeycutt under center. And give it back to Johnson, and he's going to get in the end zone. I'll tell you what, we haven't really stopped them to less than, than – I mean, they haven't had any no gains on those runs over the tackles yet in the second half. No, no. Our defensive line is getting pushed back on every play of the second half. That wasn't happening in the first half. Yeah. We also – I mean, the first half we made some big stops in a couple big spots, and we, we – haven't been able to do that here in the second half. So three possessions, three touchdowns for the Blue Bullets, and they are now up 34-20 with 9-16 remaining in this fourth quarter as they go for two here. With a one-yard touchdown run by Jackson Johnson. They're going to give it back to him up the middle, and he's going to get the two-point conversion. So with 9-16 remaining and the third touchdown in this uh, second half, Knoxville takes a 36-20 lead over the Red Storm well, let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be back with this kickoff. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here at United High School, where Knoxville has just taken a 36-20 lead with 9-16 remaining in the fourth quarter. We are getting ready now for our Farm King kickoff, the famous show with more since 1959. Also, Diamond Ag and Midwest Seeds know that the best ideas come from the field. Diamond Ag striving to earn your business every day. Contact Sam Brownlee. Seed manager for Diamond Ag and Leo Alexis in Knoxville for all your seed needs. That kickoff there by Knoxville, kick to the right hand side, picked up, brought back Elliot Copeland. by Elliot Copeland to about the 30. Now we're going to have a flag on the coach, I think. This is going to be a sideline penalty on Coach Milroy, I think. I think he was getting in the ear a little too much. I don't know who. That was well after the play and nowhere near any players. Right. So I think this, this is going to be the equivalent of a technical foul. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike. That was, that was, that was, I think that's their first penalty. Of it. And that hurts. So what was going to be first and ten from the their own 37-yard line. Going to back them all the way up. It's at least going to be first and ten still, but it's going to be now from the 22. Did I read that right? 22 yard line. Yeah. 36 20. 9 11 left in the game. United down. Trying to get some going on offense again. Three receivers to the right. Sergeant Copeland and Hall. Perry's by himself to the left, I believe. McAwee in the backfield. 
McMillan takes the snap. He's going to give it to Jake. Finds a little bit of space up the middle. Gets a good game there again. Five, six yards, it looks like. Maybe seven. Eh, five. Six. Second and four for the Red Storm. Second and four. Another good run by Jake. He's run hard tonight. Done a good job. Broke a couple free, which is good to see. Uh, we need more than six yards here. We got eight under nine minutes here to score a couple times. Right, we need to break off some big yardage here, and I'm not sure that passing is the way to do it, but uh, we just got to block a little bit better. We kind of quit blocking. Yep. Again, Sergeant Copeland and Hall on the right here, the near side, McAuley in the backfield. Again, the McAuley, flag flies. That's going to be false start based on the fact that it started a false start. And so now we're going to get some penalties. You get tired sometimes, like you mentioned. Sometimes you get a couple penalties here. Absolutely. I think when you get tired, then you start to make some uh, some mental mistakes that uh, that cost you some yardage. Second and nine now after that false start. Second and nine for the Red Storm. Back them up to their own 23, 8-20 to play in the game. Down 36-20. to 20. Again, Sergeant Copeland and Hall to the right. Perry to the left. Oh, that's not Perry. Somebody else to the left. Looking pass here. Quick pass oh, to the outside. 100. It's a little too far. Hunter can't get his hands on it. And I believe, actually, it might be Terrell out to the left and split out. Same 23. Yeah. So incomplete pass there on uh, second and nine. He's going to make it third and nine now. Just another quick score update. Monmouth is now leading 38-14 to 14 at the end of three quarters. So they're starting to pull away from Girard, looks like. McMillan in with the play now, getting his team page. Figure out what they got for a third and long here. Third and nine from their own 23-yard line. Same formation. They've looked past the last couple times. Comes a snap. They're looking past again. Knoxville brings some heat. Owen tries to step up in the pocket, but is brought down for a loss. That's going to be a sack. I, I Might be the first sack. Well, he got sacked on a two-point attempt once. but uh, So it's going to be fourth and, and long now. Uh, it looks like about a loss of seven yards. Yeah, fourth and long here. That took him back to about the 16 or 17-yard line, I think. And it's going to be fourth and 17. And we're going to see Tony Rodriguez punt again for the third time. Good oh. snap. Oh, he shanked it to the right. And that's going to roll out of bounds at about the United 38. 32-yard no, line, sorry, 32-yard line. And uh, Maxwell's going to get it first and 10. And the way they've been moving the ball, this is going to be tough to stop them from scoring here. Yeah, we definitely got to stop them here. If we get up another score here, it's going to be a, a tough hill to climb. Yeah, this is somebody on your defense has got to rally here to get a turnover. you got to – somebody's got to make a play here. Make a play in the backfield, knock a ball loose, do something. we got to get something to get some momentum back. 7.20 to play, and off to Johnson again up the middle. Decent stop there, couple-yard gain. Not a big gain, but enough to keep moving and keep that clock rolling. Knox is going to do everything they can at this point to keep that rock or that clock going. 7.10 remaining, second and eight now for the Blue Bullets. And the Red Storm defense looking to make some something happen here. Yeah, I think you're not going to see any passes out of Knoxville now, not unless they're absolutely forced to do it. 
Well, the clock that is running is their best friend right now. Yes, it is. Back to the wishbone. They can take their time. Honey cut under center. Now to, to Mitchell Parrish over the right tackle. And had a little trouble taking it down. The flag's coming in. That referee had trouble fighting this flag. <laughs> but he did get it thrown in. I'm guessing that's either going to be a late hit or a face mask. I don't know. We'll see what they call here, but that does stop the clock, which is good for you. It was kind of a late flag to be a holding penalty right at the point of tackle. Yeah, face mask. Boy, that hurts. So they had the first down anyways. And uh, now with that face mask, they're going to move them right down close to the the end zone here. First and goal at the 10, yeah. First and goal at the 10 for the Knoxville Blue Bulls after that face mask penalty. Wishbone again, this time to Tucky. This time he's tackled in the backfield. Good job, Connor Elliott. You mentioned him before, making another play there in the backfield. We need more of that. We needed a lot more of that in the second half. Absolutely. Got through untouched and... Tackle for a loss that time, second and 13 for Knoxville. Second and 13, Honeycutt with the play call, comes into the huddle. Bo Honeycutt is the quarterback here. He's had a few runs himself, not as many now here in this, towards the end of the game. Wishbone formation, handoff this time. Handoff falls on the ground, and Honeycutt has to just pick it up. 53 there for United. Tried to get that Mason Giddings if he yeah. didn't quite get there. Boy, that would have been the turnover you needed. Didn't quite get it now. Third and 14 another, now we'll call it. Another two-yard loss. He wanted it. He came in there head first, and unfortunately the quarterback was able to snatch it up and fall on it quickly. Third and 14 for Knoxville here. Big stop there by the defense. 5-15 remaining in the game. United down 36-20, looking for a couple big stops here, a chance to get back on the board. They give it to Johnson. He breaks one tackle, and he makes his way to the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown. Yep. Touchdown for Jackson Johnson. Boy, he's really come alive in the second half. I mean, they were running the ball okay in the first half, but Jackson Johnson's really come alive here in the second half running the ball. Yeah, unfortunately, United's just got no answer for him in the second half. Yeah, tail of two halves here for sure. United looked really great in the first half, and the second half has been quite different. Guessing there's a few things that that play into that, but Johnson's got 128 yards now, and the two-point conversion is good. So with just like that now, 44-20 with 5.04 remaining, uh, Knoxville with the lead. United's defense struggling to put a stop to Knoxville. They've had the ball four times now. Four times? Three times. Four times. Four times and scored each time. Yes, that's four scores. Big big difference in halves here for uh, United and Knoxville. Let's take 30 seconds and we'll come back to this kickoff. You're listening to Red Storm Football on the Barium 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and we are here with the United Red Storm taking on the Blue Bullets, and that kickoff from Knoxville is taken by Hunter Hall in the center of the field. 
tried to return a break and tackle, but it's brought down around the 30, and United's going to take over first and 10 from their own 30-yard line with 4.59 remaining, and the United is down 44-20. to 20. It has been a, a, a different second half for the Red Storm, who have defensively struggled to stop. Knoxville scored on all four of their possessions and offensively have made some progress a couple times but have been shut down themselves a few times here. Yeah, United's got some penalties the second half, too, that they didn't have the first half. Uh, well, it's a false start. That handoff to McElwee, and he's brought down after a few yard gain again. See what? I think there's only been one time that Jake's lost yards, if I recall correctly. Uh, you would be correct in that. He at least falls forward. And that was, that honestly was a fumble that was recovered, though, by ourselves. No, take that back. Uh, he had one time they timed that blitz perfect and tackled him as soon as he got the ball. That was the one I was thinking of. But, yeah, you're right. And that, that was a one-yard loss here in the second half. Yeah. Three to the left here, one to the right. McElwee in the backfield. McMillan to look for the snap. Shotgun snap is good. He's looking past. A little protection from Jake. A little more pressure. And he gets taken down. He tried to escape one with only one back there protecting. Jake can only pick up one of the two. Rusher there, he picked up the one and Owen did a good job of stepping forward and dodging one on the right. Uh, but by that point, there were too many guys in there, and he got brought down for a loss there, maybe of only a yard or so, right? Three yards. It was second and six. He oh, lost three. And six, sorry. Third and nine now. Third and nine from their own 31. 345 to play. Shotgun again. Hard count. Nobody jumps. Hand off to Jake. Got a big hole. Got some space go. down the right-hand side. Another big plane's at the 40, the 30, the 20. Nobody's going to catch him. It's going to be a touchdown for Jake McElwee, his third on the night. Another big run. Good job there by the line. A good big hole for Jake McElwee. Maybe a little breath of life for the Red Storm. They got to do. They got some work to do here, but 329 remaining. Six points more on the board for United after a long, how long was that, Dad? 69-yard touchdown run. For Jake McElwee, 44-26 now. We'll see him go for two. 3.29 remaining. Two-point conversion coming up here, 44-26. The first score for United in the second half. to score 20 in the first. And he got shut out in the third quarter, but now on the board here in this fourth quarter. Two to the right, two to the left. McElwee in the backfield again, looking for this two-point conversion attempt. Shotgun formation, McMillan, number nine, set to receive it, gets it. He's looking past, quick throw in the middle. Hunter Hall catches it. The pass is good. It's complete. The two-point conversion is good at 44 to 28 is now our score with 329 remaining in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Just when you think it's starting to look hopeless, you see a little wipe out of the red storm off right here. Right, right. What a what a great night Jake McElwee has had tonight. I mean, what's he at? Do you know what he's at? 227. 227 rushing yards for Jake McElwee on the night so far. Big night for Jake. He's had a, broke a couple big runs. Uh, most every run he's getting positive yards, but a big night for Jake. Uh, good for him. I mean, we, we talked, I feel like I'm going to say this a lot this year, but we talked last year about he looked good. He just didn't get a lot of opportunities with Cormick and Aiden and some of those other guys, and now He's getting his chance, and he's putting the work in and doing a good job. So, well done there. 
That's a Robert Thompson trucking touchdown, by the way. All United touchdowns are sponsored by Robert Thompson trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697. Looking for a kickoff now. Is Coach Milroy's not down there. I bet we're going to onside now. Uh, nope, yep, I'm sure we are. I wonder if we're going to see another one that goes straight sideways. Like I don't know. Saw, like, what was that, week one? Uh, yeah, it was early. So we're definitely looking onside here. Knoxville's loaded up the front two lines. They got one guy back a little deeper. Everyone else is on the front two lines for the hand scheme here. Remember, onside kick's got to go 10 yards or be touched by a Knoxville Blue Bullet player or the United team to recover it. United's got six on the near side, four on the back side. Rodriguez is going to try and kick this so it takes a good hop. And United's going to try and pick it up here. It does bounce high, but it's short. So Knoxville's smart. They don't touch it. And instead of a chance to, oh, don't do that. Don't just kick it. Because technically the other guy could pick it up. And Anyways. Uh, so with that, it's a little short. Had a good, a good high hop like they're looking for. Uh, just didn't make it ten yards. And smart job by Knoxville there to to leave it alone. I guess that's not a penalty. I thought it was a penalty if you didn't kick a ten. Apparently they just get it where it ends up. Yeah, I don't think there's a. It's not a penalty. Okay. If you kick a ten. Well, I. It didn't wrong. go out of. Well, normally it goes out of bounds. But well, that actually true. stopped short and didn't go out of bounds. That's true. So that's fast. true. You just can't recover it unless it goes 10. Yeah. First and 10 for Knoxville from the United 47. Hand off to Johnson up the middle. Find some space. A little more space. Rip that ball out. A big game there from Jackson Johnson, who's just been – I mean, Jake McAuley's had a good day, but Jackson Johnson, he's got a lot of yards today now, too. First in, first down for the Knoxville Blue Bowl. It's all the way down past the 30-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 from the 28 for Knoxville. 318 to play in this fourth quarter. I think that young man has just gotten stronger as the day has gone on, yeah. as the game's gone on, and I'm not sure that's the case for everybody in a, in a game at this level, but I think he seems to just thrive on being tired. <laughs> He's out now. we got Mitchell Parrish and Tucky in and, and Oscar Young at fullback. Honeycutt's going to wait now until the back judge starts counting off his, his uh, play clock. Here he goes. Now he's going to make the snap. And it's going to go to Tucky, who finds a little bit of space, too, before he's wrapped up. He's going to be just shy of the first. I think so. Rodriguez yeah, was the first. on his back for the last three yards. Tucky comes up a little gimping. Looks like Johnson's got 145 yards now on the night. Big night for him, too. Johnson back in now. Second and short for the Knoxville Blue Bullets. 2.18 to play. And, uh, you know, they're just going to run this clock down as much as they can here. Again, you're going to see him come up to the line of scrimmage. Young at, at fullback. Mitchell Parrish and Jackson Johnson at the halfback. Now they're counting. Here comes the snap. Going to give it to Oscar up the middle. And he is held up and brought down after a short game, but enough to get the first, it looks like. Yeah, that uh, might do it. Right? Yeah, enough to get the first. So first down there. Knoxville, and it's going to be first and 10 now from the 17-yard line. First and 10, 17-yard line, a minute 50, clock is going. It was a, was a run. Once they set the chain, they start the clock back up again. Not so sure we're not going to see him take a knee. 
Yeah, I mean, United would have some timeouts, right? But yeah, I don't think not, he's not, not worth using him here. No. Not down two scores. Wishbone again, waiting for the countdown. Here it comes. Here comes the countdown. Here comes the play. Snap, hand off to Parrish. This time he trips and is brought down at about the 12. He probably got about five yards out of that. Say four. Second and six now, minute 15. I'd be surprised if they might run one more play, but minute 15 now for about to hit the minute mark. 44-28 your score. Knoxville's up here. Minute to play in the game. Knoxville running the clock out here, doing their last few plays to get us down to zero. But a big second half from the Blue Bullets has put them on top and put them in place here to win this game. It's going to be a knee here. So that'll take it to third down and six with 40 seconds left. They're going to, have to take one more knee, I think. Yep. And I do it one more time. One more time with the, what I think is a 35 second play clock for 40, high school. 40. Oh, is it 40? Um. I don't really know. Well, I'm not sure what it is. But I, I don't know that for sure. I don't think it's 40. 40 seems awful long. 20 seconds left. Here comes your last knee, and that'll do it, folks. That'll run the clock out with 15 seconds now remaining. That's going to finish our game here. The final score here at United High School in this week four matchup between conference opponents, United and Knoxville Blue Bullets. Knoxville's going to come out on top 44-28, to 28, a well-fought game by United, a good first half, a rough second half, but a little bit of life there at the end. And something to build on for next week I think is important for this Red Sword team. But your final score, again, Knoxville 44, United 28. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes with our post-game show, and we'll get Coach Millory up here for his post-game coach's interview. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on the RM 1330 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football on the Lairs Collision Center post-game show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lairs Collision Center at 734-1949. Lairs Collision Center, professional auto body repair services, drivers, trust. Our final score here tonight, Knoxville Blue Bolts came out on top, 44-28 to over the Red Storm in this Week 4 conference matchup. We'll get Coach Milroy up here in a few minutes and get a little post-game interview with him, and uh, we'll get that to you in just a minute. But right now, uh, let's actually just go straight to our score and recap that. If you want to run through that, there's quite a few touchdowns on there, so I'll let you do that real quick. Okay, in the uh, second half in the third period, at 9.58 to go, Knoxville scored on a 17-yard pass play, Honeycutt to Tucky. Uh, the run by Johnson was good. The score was then tied at 20. Uh, also in the third quarter, at the 7.10 mark, a 16-yard run by Johnson. Two-point uh, run by Honeycutt was good, and Knoxville led 28-20. to in the fourth quarter, Knoxville scored again at the 9:16 mark on a one-yard run by Johnson. The two-point Johnson run was good, and Knoxville led 36 to 20. In the fourth quarter, at the 5:04 mark, Knoxville scored again on a 14-yard run by Johnson. There's three touchdowns in the third in the in the second half. Um, plus, he also had the two-point conversion run there as well. So he did a lot of scoring for him there in that second half. Yeah. Knoxville led 44 to 20. And then at the 329 mark for United, McElwee capped off his outstanding performance tonight with a 69-yard touchdown run and the two-pass, two-point pass play. McMillan to Hall was good, and United trailed 28 to 44, which turned out to be the final score. 
And that is uh, your scoring summary for today. Uh, Coach is up here, so we'll get him on a microphone, and we'll get our coach's interview in. Uh, Post-game coach's interview is brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. Coach, uh, tough, tough second half, but, man, lots of stuff to be excited about and proud of in this game. Uh, at least that's how it feels from up here anyway. I know as a coach, sometimes after that, a loss like this, that can be hard. But that's a tough team. And, uh, man, you guys put up a strong fight on them. <laughs> Battle. Um, getting better each week, right? We talk yeah. about getting better each week and the importance of doing that. And, uh, first you know, first half, we didn't make a ton of mistakes. And, that, yeah. and, and on the flip side of that, too, not only do we not make mistakes, but we made big throws and made big catches, right? Yeah. Sometimes you watch them make big throws, but they're not catches, right? Right, yeah. So, yep, yep. Uh, through that interception, I should wait one more down to throw that um, on the play call. But uh, overall, pretty good, man. Uh, yeah. Real, real proud of our kids. I mean, the, the guts, and I talked about it more on Thursday morning. But uh, the thing I've really been hammering our kids about is our toughness, right? And our it's our mental toughness, being able to bounce back when things happen. Man, they're 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 taking me up on the challenge. Right? Yeah, I'm darn proud of them. And man, you know, kid I'm proud of right now is Jake Mack. Oh man, he what a game! Played his heart out. Two hundred two hundred and twenty-seven yards he ended up with Good tonight on twenty carries. Well, with, deserved, uh, what man. three touchdowns I think. So, yep. huge yeah. night for for Jake. I mean, uh, we said this a number of times on the air, but we talked last year even when we saw him run a few times about how hard he ran and how uh, I mean, well that's it, just how hard he ran. And yeah. so it's good to see a kid like that who works hard, runs hard, pumps his legs nonstop to get rewarded tonight against a good team with some big plays. Yeah, best team in the conference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they're 6-2A and two a right now in the eight poll. Like, so. You know, our first four weeks, we talk about it every week, but, man, yeah. Animal Weather still be getting votes. Mercer County gets yeah. votes. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, what? I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's just one of those that you, you, you hope that everybody involved understands. You know, yeah. the coaches, the players, the right. community, the fans, right, everybody that – you know, we're not, yeah, we're right. not playing the system of the poor, if you will. We're, we're I mean, playing some legit people I mean, right now. So. Listen, Abbott and Avon, you, we know them from last year, right? Now, they may not be the same team, but Mercer County has them 59-7 to in the fourth. Like, I mean, I mean Mercer County's not a bad team, obviously, and no. we, we played them. The score doesn't show, but we played them well. The score doesn't show this here, but it's kind of a tale of two halves. Honestly, Coach, I don't know how you feel, but I think if you play all year like you did that first half, you went out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, honestly, I mean, they, they look yeah. great in the first half. They did a lot of nice things. Yeah. So, I uh, got a lot of guys involved, just uh, played complimentary football, especially offensively, you know. Um, it's amazing when you hit a few passes, how much easier it is to run the ball. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? No kidding. Yeah, Owen's done a good job stepping in at quarterback. We talked about him last week a little bit, uh, but he came in tonight, played the whole game. Uh, ran the offense well. I mean, he, he's not the runner that Abel is, but he doesn't need to be. Jake's doing a good job, and he's controlling the offense pretty well. Made some yeah. passes in the first half. Was off on a couple in the second yep. half, but I mean, he's doing a good job. Yeah, they put more pressure on. We got more pressure on the second half, but um, lots of stuff to be proud of. I, I, oh yeah, at least for sure. That's what we saw from up here, anyways. So yeah. Well, what, what, I have a question for you. Please. What happened on the block in the back that they waved off the flag? Did he say that it just didn't happen? Moving on. 
It's a strange flag. The reason I ask is because it's a strange flag to wave off. Wave off. Here's you my, wouldn't see a block in the back get waved off very often. No, and I, you know me. We've, we've, we've talked a lot. Yeah. There, I, I'm not, I, I do not complain about sure. officials. That's not me. Uh, I, my biggest problem, with it, to be honest with you, was I happened to be standing next to the official on our sideline when it happened. I said, block in the back. He said, yes, sir. I said, all right, fellas, you're fine. You're fine. Just give me, you know, crowd them out of bounds. We're not, don't do anything crazy here. Yeah. They go do that. I said, we just agreed that that was a block in the back. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yes. Apparently it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't affect, it didn't affect the outcome of the game. But I, I look at it. It's a strange thing to see him wave off a uh, uh, walk yeah. in the back like that, yeah. I think, anyways. so You don't see that very often. No, no, you right. don't. So, uh, anyways, good game tonight, Coach. Fun to watch that first half especially. It was good for you guys for the offense to put some points on the board. I know uh, it's always tough That's after a shutout week. It's frustrating. So it's good to come out. And to put some points on it, man. I told Dad, I said it's one thing to march a ball down the field and score; it's another thing to get a couple breakoff touchdowns. And I mean, that feels good. Like that's something you can build off for these kids to know they yeah. can make a hole and a Macaulay can outrun some guys and get there. Like I think he figured something out tonight. Man. I plan on seeing more of that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's fun. It was fun. I plan on so that. next week, uh, what do we head off? To? Or start County oh, here next week? We really got one, one away game left. Uh, sure, yeah, one Rovers. Uh, yeah, so Stark County, the old stomping grounds for you coming back here to, to the home, hometown, or the hometown now, anyways. Uh, Stark County, they're playing tonight. They played uh, Elmwood Brimfield. They're up 31 22 against Elmwood Brimfield. So, sure, it'll be a good game. We'll yeah. watch that film and uh, see what we see. They're kind of looking more like a Stark County of the past, just with kind of things they're doing, spread sure. it out, room with the quarterback a little bit. Um, we were lucky enough to see them in Knoxville on. Uh, on film, so I've seen a little bit of them. Sure. I haven't spent a, a, a huge amount of time. Yeah, sure, uh, sure. Still keeping in contact with Coach Moore. We, we talk daily almost. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know. And if he hopes I go 8 1 every year, and I hope he goes 8 1. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And always fun to go back and play guys, you know. I mean, you still want to be competitive, but it's fun yeah. to play guys like that. It, at least that's always in my yeah, experience, anyways. It, you know, I was a basketball guy for a long time, and, and Coach Moore helped put that switch for me, so. Uh, I got nothing but respect for him, and yeah. watch what he did with the Star County program. And you know, you can't help but say I, I go emulate what he does. And sure, uh, so he's, he's definitely someone I look up to. And when we can play well, you know, it's kind of like kind of like playing your dad, right? Yeah, right. Are you someone you want to be proud? Like, hey man, I, yeah. I know I helped you learn some of that. <laughs> you're stuff. gonna have your best coaching game. You want to have it against the guy that coached you. That's, that's right. for sure. That's so, right. well, coach, thanks for coming up again. Always appreciate your chats up here and the chance to to see what's going on in your mind and, and talk about the game a little bit. It's been yeah. fun, fun year so far. Fun game tonight on center. The second yeah. half of uh, turned around, but that first half was fun to call, man. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of that next week. Uh, uh, it, you want to you want to give us any news on Abel, or you want to leave that still for now? Yeah, come out Friday. Yeah, we'll see you next Friday. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Coach. Appreciate it. That was Coach Milroy here in our post-game interview. That's, again, brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC, that was your post-game interview with uh, Coach. We have done a scoring recap, and I think we got the United stats, but we need to get the Knoxville stats to you, I believe. And from what I can tell, it looks like they're rushing. They had 309 yards rushing, 125 yards as a team. So 434 yards of total offense for uh, Knoxville. 
As far as individual players concerned, Jackson Johnson had 25 carries for 145 yards. He was the leading rusher for uh, the uh, Knoxville Blue Bulls. He had uh, 145 of the 309 rushing yards. Uh, Sawyer Tucky ended up with a good night, nine carries for 84 yards. He had all three touchdowns. Um, Oscar Young had uh, four, four carries for 13 yards. Mitchell Paris, seven for 40 yards. Uh, Bo Honeycutt, the quarterback, had five for 21 yards. Braden Downs, two for six yards at the beginning of the game before they put him back at um, tight end. Uh, Honeycutt finished three for four on passes for 89 yards and two touchdowns. I'm sorry, finished five for six. I was reading the first half stats. Five for six for 125 yards and three touchdowns on the game. And receiving-wise, Braden Braden Downs had three for 89 yards and two touchdowns. Those were uh, on the first half. And Sawyer Tucker got two catches for 36 yards and a touchdown in the uh, second half to finish the game for that. Looked like uh, they finished with seven penalties for 72 yards and had one turnover on the night, um, along with 19 first downs. Those are Chad's stats. Thanks again to Chad Robertson for keeping some stats for us. Now, you did the United stats. Did we do United stats? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I couldn't uh, remember I all of a sudden. I have them right here. Uh, <laughs> leading the way for United on the ground with Jake McElwee with 20 carries for 227 yards. Uh, the only other person that carried the ball was the quarterback, and that was just trying to avoid getting sacked. Unfortunately, he lost 10 yards in the two yeah. times he got, got stuck carrying the ball. Um, in the passing game, Owen McMillan um, completed seven of the 16 passes, one interception and one touchdown for 86 yards. Uh, receiving Hunter Hall caught four of those for 74 yards, including a seven-yard touchdown. Derek Sargent had one reception for two yards, and Sam Perry caught two passes in the first half for a total of 10 yards. So uh, total yardage for United was right around 300. You know, 217 and 86, that puts us, uh, yeah, just right at 300. So yeah. Wasn't a horrible offensive production, but I have to say most of that was in the first half. Or the second half, we just couldn't seem to get anything going. Yeah, yeah. Big game. How many penalties did they end up? Penalties they end up. You know, with? I, the first, and I think they had probably around three in the second half. I think there was three in the second half. I think there was a. I think we had a ten-yard holding. Uh, we had a false start, and then we had a fifteen-yard uh, uh, unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Face mask, I think, is what it was. Well, we had the unsportsmanlike too on on coach. You're right. I missed <laughs> so that one. Four. Yeah. Anyways, but a clean first half. You heard Coach Millwall mention that they played great in the first half, looked great, and if they play like that some more, man, they, they got a chance to beat any team. I think we run up against. So that's got to be encouraging. That's as a coach. I mean, you got you want to find those things that we need to improve on. Man, I hope that the kids see that in the film this week uh, as they get ready for Star County next weekend. Uh, those final stats are brought to you by Country Financial Agent Ben Olson. Let Ben and the entire Country team help prepare for your future with insurance protection to achieve your financial goals. Those are your final stats. Uh, Player of the Game tonight brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth. Representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters, visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Dad, I could guess who your player of the game is going to be, but tell us anyway. Well, you know, I think we can't, obviously can't bypass Jake McElwee. What a great game he had with uh, three touchdowns, 29, 60, and 69 yards. Yeah. Uh, 227 total yards. you got to give some of that credit to the line. I sure. mean, they did some good, sure. some blocking to get him out there in the open, and then he did the rest. Nobody was going to catch him once he got out in the open. 
but I would be remiss if I did not mention the quarterback, um, Owen McMillan. Uh, I felt like he did a great job today for his first start and his first complete game. You know, I thought he threw the short game very well. Unfortunately, he threw the interception in the end zone. But you know what? When you got a shot at a touchdown, you might, you, you know, yeah. you, you got to stick with the play. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't work out for him. But he did have a touchdown pass. So, um, you know, I'll give it to Jake. But Owen would be a very close second. He had a great game today. Sure, sure. I can agree with those for sure. Congratulations, Jake, on a good game. Owen on his first start. And honestly, all the United team, the defense had a great first half. If you're uh, just kind of catching the end of this here, we uh, saw a lot out of the Red Storm tonight, a first half where they looked really good and went in at halftime with a 20-12 to lead over the Knoxville Blue Bulls, who are ranked sixth in the 2A poll, uh, and came out in the second half. And Knoxville's offense, uh, they scored every time they touched the ball, uh, every possession, I believe and put some points on the board, and United just couldn't quite, didn't quite have the answer in the second half, made a few mistakes that they didn't in the first half, and so we ended up with a 44-28 to final score. United falls to 0-4 on the season. Knoxville uh, picks up to 4-0 undefeated on the season. Overall, a pretty good showing against the second-ranked or the sixth-ranked team in 2A. So. Yeah, it stinks to end the way it did uh, with a rough second half, but generally speaking, that's an encouraging game. It's a good way to go out and and head into next week, and I'd like to see him build on that for next week and start counting. So, uh, once again, you've been listening to United Red Storm Football from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. Our final score one more time for you is the Knoxville Blue Bowl. It's 44, the host United Red Storm uh, 28. And uh, we need to thank our producer back at the radio station tonight, Elena Allman. Also want to thank my co-host and statistician extraordinaire, Ron Grant, along with Chad Robertson, who helped take some stats tonight. Also, a huge thank you and shout-out to the fans of United Football for tuning in to the Prairie Communication Sports Network each week. Join us next week as a Red Storm once again hosts a home game, uh, this time facing conference opponent Stark County, the old stomping grounds for Coach Milroy. Should be a fun game, an entertaining game to watch. Until next time, you've been listening to United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Have a great weekend.